The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. From Assemble, you're listening to Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from Fantastic Forum Studios, Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case would be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should be with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First is our riddle. Inside of an enigma, trapped in Chinese finger cuffs, you don't know him, you love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is our friggin' intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cow. It's Oz. Did uh, did our intro get even shorter? It got even shorter. <laughs> it's a work in progress. <laughs> As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Uh, but last, but definitely not least, it's the man of the hour. <laughs> there it is. The backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum. The birthday boy, Moses Magnum. Happy birthday, Moses! Thank you, man. Thank you. So, yeah. yeah. The end. Well, welcome to Fantastic Forum, folks. We've got a great show for you today because we're going to be celebrating Moses. And in turn, we're going to be talking about the stuff that Moses likes, which Moses likes the coolest stuff. So, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about Preacher. We're going to be talking a little bit about... Uh, 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 look, of course, I'm oh, resident alien. Uh, and we're gonna talk about a whole bunch of other stuff too. Because, look, it's, it's a birthday show, you know how these things go, man. It's like the so our, our birthday shows are some of the most renowned episodes of Fantastic Forum. Just because, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if it's gonna be like how some of them have been in the past, but I feel like some of those record shows are definitely birthday shows. Well, I guess they're not record record shows though. It's just that they go longer longer than anyone intends because we're always having too good of a time or too drunk to realize how bad of a time everyone else is having. Right. <laughs> <laughs> one or the other. But Six to one, half a dozen of the other. So yeah, indeed. Indeed. Gents, how's everybody feeling today? You all making it okay? Almost. I just woke up from a nap. And there it nap. is. Birthday, birthday nap. Is, is is that so you could go so you can go all night on fantastic? Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't know he hit fifty. Yeah, <laughs> the, the big five. Yeah, I had to take a nap. Uh, yeah, I I ate a lot. I ate a lot. I for lunch for birthday lunch. I ate, I ate a lot and <laughs> I had that coma. The itis. The itis. Yeah. What what did you have? I had uh I found a Mexican seafood place nearby here. Well, Emily mm. and uh I had a fish taco, mm-hmm. a big what they call a campechana with which is like 
uh, shrimp, abalone, like two oysters, uh, octopus, all in this like salsa type broth thing, you know. And uh, and then I had a half a dozen oysters. Hey, all that, all those oysters, man. You should, uh, you shouldn't be napping. You should have a little extra lead in your pencil right now. Oh, yeah, that's, that's why I napped. I could, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> whoa, he's letting yeah. those juices simmer. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. It's uh, there it is. Yeah, I, that's why I call Emily my Medusa, man. One look at my dick turns rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's definitely a lot more information than I think any of us were intending to get right now. But hey, that's fair. Like this is sober mo talking too. I haven't even started drinking yet. I'm about that's to what I'm saying. Sober Moses. Like, wait, wait till you get to the end of the show. He's like, I wanna watch. Yeah. You wanna watch. The cameras are running. Yeah. He's like signing to the OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. I'm about to review this little uh whiskey i'm drinking today oh yeah what is it yeah it's the um uh arrogant bastard <laughs> whiskey. Oh, yeah. they made a whiskey they usually make this uh dark strong beer mm-hmm. that's uh aged in oak barrels sometimes sometimes whiskey barrels and uh they made a whiskey and of course i'm like oh i gotta try it that, mm-hmm. you know, it's a 70 dollar bottle of whiskey and normally like that I, I it's I don't drink anything younger than seven years old when it comes to whiskey. Okay. <laughs> and, uh as you know, every now and then like we did the if you watched our Falcon and Winter Soldier uh finale special, we we had the what is it the the Kessler and that's two years. So that that's about like yeah I, I there's a if you watch that you know why we picked that. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's you know seven and older for mm-hmm. me, and um, this is twenty five months. So seventy dollars for a twenty five month aged whiskey is not the the ideal. But mm-hmm. here we are. It's my birthday, so I'm take a first swig. It has a um, it has a brandy taste <laughs> that that's oh, okay. fortified, which I'm not a fan of. Okay. <laughs> 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 so, um, that you know, that that's where we are here. I yesterday I, I did pre-production, so I wouldn't do it all here. But mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I did. I I got the um, seltzer water. They sell Costco de Lacroix, and did mm-hmm. a lime one. So I did it with that. It tasted good with that, but almost anything tastes good with that. <laughs> yeah, no, look, Lacroix lime is delicious. Yeah, so I did that, and then I had it with. On ice, with just on ice, how I usually have my bourbon, which is, you know, let it sit in ice for about 15 minutes. And uh, that was that. And, you know, it it definitely is better. A $70 whiskey, I would not buy to mix with something. (laughs) And Uh I would say, uh, as much as as a fan I am of of Stone Brewing Company and Arrogant Consortium now, uh, Uh is... uh, I would not recommend <laughs> this. I would buy it just because you're a fan of the company, just because you're a fan of the company. But you know, right? From one bastard to another, it's you know, this is stick, stick to the beer. 
Yeah, their beer, their beer is very bitter. I was, I'm actually surprised to hear that their that their whiskey would be sweet. Yeah, and well, and that's the thing because it's so young, you can still taste the the mash, the corn, and, and barley in it because that's those flavors haven't aged out. It's so young, you know. It's almost like when you drink a white dog, like just a clear whiskey right out of the still before it ages, and you know it's. That, that I guess maybe that's what they're going for, but I don't know. I, I think I, if they put out another one, maybe a little older, I, they, if they age it four years, I'm in. I'll do that, you know. I think this needs to be aged a little more. That's all. That's fair. But it is higher in alcohol. It is about 49%. And uh, I was, I meant to bring a Coke to mix it to try how it goes with that mm-hmm. because of the sweetness it already has, And uh, but I, I didn't. <laughs> That's okay. I failed you guys. Speaking I, of I the agree. speaking of the Falcon and Winter Soldier special we did, uh, I believe that's up now. Links somewhere, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. A little disappointed you guys didn't do the uh, Super Soldier Serum shot. Yeah. I tried to make it, and then I realized I'm out of blue Curacao, so it's not blue. <laughs> um, wait, so are you going to take that on air, Oz? I, I could, but it's not really it. I mean, it's it's got it's missing. You can see the room I left for that blue curacao, which I don't have. But it's all the other good stuff, right? All the alcohol. Oh yeah, it. yeah. Blue curacao is alcohol too. Okay, fine, fine. I mean, blue curacao is not. I mean, is it really though? It's liqueur. It's not really alcohol. Alcohol. Oh lord. Oh oh. Oh Oz on that popcorn. I can tell. Oh oh. Oh, he's John Walker. He's John. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. This I wish I had aggressive all of a sudden when Oz starts saying some crazy stuff to y'all. <laughs> don't understand it's not personal, it's the super soldier serum that got you. And the cap is my shield because I'm <laughs> that's just as sturdy as, as US agent shield. <laughs> I love how they showed him like making it, you know, like yeah. I in, in in the cave, right? Like, then it just bent every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know, speaking of that, I, I did. I actually went to Stone's Bistro and Brewery yesterday for my pre-birthday uh, to have lunch with Lloyd, a nice friend of ours here. The show. What up, Lloyd? One of my good friends, and it was his birthday about two weeks ago. So we kind of oh, wow. happy belated, Lloyd. And uh, he told me he changed my review. So if you watched our <laughs> our wrap ups for. Talking to Winter Soldier, like all those four or five stars I gave it, but take it back down to two. Take it what? Back. what happened? So he you know when they had the reshoots and shit, there was an abandoned plot that they had to reshoot because of COVID, they couldn't do it. And it was that it wasn't uh super soldier serum that they were like trying to get the globe smashers or the flag smashers or globe trotters. They were um, <laughs> it was uh, they were trying to release a virus to make the world like snap again, like kill half of humanity. Really? Yeah. And then so he goes, if you actually watch it, you see like the the they were so like hard on to get these these flag smashers, and then they just kind of that whole aspect of it fizzles out, you know, because of the, that rewrite rewrote written script. Mm. Uh, he goes. You should watch it again after knowing that, and you'll see like you'll see the holes, and, and you're not gonna like it the same. And then I'm like, dude, I don't, I already don't like it. I hate cancel culture now, man. They canceled fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier. What it was supposed to be? Yeah. I mean, but that's not canceled. That's just sensitivity, well, right? But it's funny if I say cancel culture for that, Larry. 
sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was being obsequious. Also, it makes the, the, <laughs> oh. the way <laughs> he got me with that word. I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't think I even used it right. <laughs> I mean, you did not. You did yeah. not. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Got to dodge that obsequious. <laughs> Go ahead, Oz. I'm sorry. The the way that show came out though, with the Super Soldier Serum, really gave Zemo like one of the best moments uh, of a character when he when he has the the serum and he just busts it. You like you for a minute you think he's probably gonna take it because that's what a villain would do, but he's Zemo and he's against he's so against it that he mm-hmm. just trashes all of them. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing moment. I really really like that episode. Yeah. I mean, it was good overall. I, I would have liked it better if that, <laughs> if it was the original plot. Yeah. So. And oh, go ahead, Jay. Uh, having like minds changed about movies I've seen. Uh, I was talking to Michael about Mortal Kombat, uh-huh. and he dropped this fact on me that I didn't even think about. Mm-hmm. So when Sirak was talking to Kano, he tells Kano like, think of a number. And then double it, mm-hmm. double that. Mm-hmm. That's what we're gonna pay, like pay you. Mm-hmm. And when he fights with Sonya, he tells Sonya he's getting paid three million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that fool's getting paid like tree, tree fitting. <laughs> so that means that dude said when you said think of a number, he was like seven hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> Kano, Kano's about them small potatoes. <laughs> Le- Leslie did the math in his head, like, damn, this fool is lowballed like a son of a bitch. Huh? <laughs> huh? That was Michael that did. Oh, Michael. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Michael. Right. That makes more sense. Michael would be the one that would do that math in his head, be like, you, 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 you doubled your price and then doubled it again and only got to three mil? You know? <laughs> Which, I mean, he was supposed to be getting two mil from Sonya. Just like, you would think you would start there, like two million in the day, right. and then double that. Right. But he was like, nah, 300,000. Like, <laughs> he's like, my goal mercenary rate is, he's like, I'm very reasonable. I'm very reasonable. <laughs> this, is, this is why I'm one of the best mercenaries in the, best mercs in the business. Because my rates are top notch, especially considering the value from the work that I give. You know, he's like five star me on Yelp. <laughs> he's like, please, please write a review. I'd appreciate it if you go ahead and tell him how reasonable my rates are. He's gonna walk around with that little sticker on his, on his. They love me on Yelp. There it is. They love me on Yelp. They love Kano on Yelp. Yeah. He's like, on look, for the, look, look for the look for the group. Kano's like. Look, two assassinations for the price of one. Yeah. Like, you're wondering if you have enough money to kill your boss and your wife? Oh, <laughs> you damn sure you do. <laughs> Everybody must go. <laughs> crazy Kano. Yeah, right, like, crazy Kano. Like, oh, the bullet. <laughs> the way he gets <laughs> It's like we're slashing people. No, no, no. Stab them deep and drop them cheap. <laughs> Look, I like I like how quick you came up with that. It was like 
Oz came up with that so quick that his mind didn't figure it all out before he started talking. Like, <laughs> like that was amazing. Like, you, you still, you salvaged it, Oz. Good job. Like, dude. I think, I think we've Wait. known each other long enough to know that I start talking way before I start talking. <laughs> also, too, I, I, I got to go ahead, and I, this is like going back a little bit, but I got to give you props, Oz, uh, publicly, which, you know, because I, ha- I hadn't gotten the opportunity to, to do it privately yet, but I think I would have waited anyway. But, yeah, the, the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier finale ended up being really amazing. So if you all haven't seen that yet, I know that we've mentioned it three, four times already, but there's a reason. Go check out that series. The finale was fantastic. Oz, you did an amazing job with it, editing and pulling it all together. Mo, amazing job as well for doing all of the, like, production and, you know, I mean, yeah, basically, like, you were the EP on that joint. Like, that would not have happened without you. So, yeah, thank you so much, both of you, man. It was amazing stuff. Good times. Good times. So, yeah, check it out, people. You'll like it. You'll like it. Too bad you're going to fire us. <laughs> exactly. That's what's. That's it. Too bad. So sad. You're going to give us a recommendation <laughs> for the next week. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll look. I'll five star y'all on Yelp. <laughs> like those guys are all right. <laughs> uh, Tiger Claw chat says, uh, "Anyone watch the first episode of Star Wars: The Bad Batch? If you're into Clone Wars series, you might be into this or into it." That, and, look, that's a good opportunity for us to mention. Jump into chat and say hello. Uh, wish Moses a happy birthday as well, or call in. Like all you know, you can go to fantasticform.live. And call in if you want to do that. If you want to wish Mo a happy birthday, uh, verbally, or on camera, or or just audio, whatever, yeah. we could do all that. Did Did anybody get watch the the Bad Batch yet? I did. Wait until Friday. You're gonna wait till Friday because because you like more episodes Friday, so you're gonna just do it all at once. You're like F F F May the Fourth. May the Fourth be with you. Joe's like I don't celebrate that. He's like that's that's not my religion. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm about. To, no, never mind. Go ahead. Uh oh. What was Jay? Jay was was Jay about to like sin against Star Wars or something? What was he about to do just now? Was he about to spoil something? No, I saw this great meme, and I thought of Nia. Uh huh. When I heard it, mm-hmm. or when I read it, and I'm not smart enough to say it to you, but Nia would be. And it's basically there are two kinds of nerds, and it's a guy uh, like asking a guy a question. He's like, "May the force," and then instead of saying "be with you," he like gives out the equation. For force. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. That's awesome. Mass times acceleration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I've hilarious. Been, I've been studying. Is uh, <laughs> is Bad Batch coming out? Weekly, or they're putting everything all out at once. Weekly, no, weekly. Okay, I figured. Yeah. What What did you think, Mo? Oh, I'm uh, sorry, ah. I got you Man, I, you you really switched <laughs> off that arrogant bastard, didn't you? You were like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> <laughs> like, let me go. <laughs> like, let me get this tall boy. <laughs> the about it is uh that it's stronger than your average whiskey. So if I drink that throughout the night, it's going to be a lot and i gotta work in the morning so i hear you now you look there it is like that, that's how you know this fool is 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 older yeah he's all responsible he's like man I, you know i can't i can't be out here like oh, oh he's 
Look, you started the show with I took a nap. (laughs) 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 It's amazing the difference a day makes. Exactly. But to be, I drank half that bottle last night while I was watching Bad Batch. There you go. And uh, I watched it, and then I watched the episode of Clone Wars when they came out. I, I really enjoyed Bad Batch a lot. <laughs> I mean, oh, like, did you not watch that Clone Wars episode before? Nah, or did you? I went out caught up. So, oh, got you. But I didn't know anything about them other than how they look. Right. I, by that, I was sold. And then the kind of the story behind them and watching that episode, I, I after watching the the premiere, uh, was was really cool, and, and I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed both of those, and uh, mm-hmm. I can't wait to catch up. But. No, dude. Since I like, I re- I remember watching the episode with them in it, and I'm like, dude, like these yeah. characters are the best. And I and I was like, by the end of it, I was like, oh, they they made these guys to spit them out. Like no question. Like in my mind, like I didn't know that at the beginning of the episode, but by the end of the episode, I was like, oh, I'm all in on these guys. I'm like, I, I want. They need their own series. That must be what they were created for. Like this is a backdoor pilot. Like let's do it. And sure enough, it came like not long after that because, yeah, it's they're that good. Everybody instantly loved them. I I got pre-orders for toys already. Nice. <laughs> That's I said that when we were watching it with Emily. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I can't wait to get all the toys. <laughs> oh, dude, you you look. You need to go ahead and get a pre-order in because I think they're gonna sell out. Yeah. Honestly, so you know, especially like now that the show's out, it's like there could be more people looking for them. Like I, I've I've been had pre-orders already, and I the messed up part is I don't think all of them are are available for pre-order yet. There's still like I think one or two of them that they haven't like put out for pre-order yet. I don't know if they're waiting for the show or what, but I'm just like I would have liked to have had that opportunity before the show came out, but whatever, you know. Yes, uh, El Hecht, tell the people where you call them from and what you want to talk about, my friend. I'm calling from my room. Hmm. I want to talk about all this uh, 5G goodness I got now. Wait, since I got the vaccine. You're hilarious. I was like, oh look, I knew you weren't talking about your internet because I don't know what happened, what's happening with your audio right now. I was like, uh oh, you sound like Max Hedron a little bit. You sound like you're auto tuned. I have a lot of things going on. <laughs> and here's the thing, I don't think you sound bad, mind you. Like it's not like. You know, you know how Fantastic Forum rolls. Like we would have totally already been like, okay, heck, call us back. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you don't sound bad, but something, something's different. It sounds. It, I almost would have felt like it was intentional if it was somebody else. I knew you wouldn't be doing this, <laughs> but if someone else, I might be like, oh, so you just like t painting it up, huh? Okay. <laughs> hey, sometimes I want to sound good. That, there it is, right? You fell in love with the stripper. It happens. It's for it's for Mo for his birthday. I want to. Oh, 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 he's Ro- he's Roger Troutman in you. He's like happy birthday, happy <laughs> <laughs> birthday. I, I do the Maryland thing, but I don't got the dress for it, so fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're all you're all uh, vaccined up now. I got half of it. Half of it. Okay, look. So Bill Kate Bill Gates can't track you quite yet. Well, he's, he's got a general general area, but got it. <laughs> not within the not within the five yards yet. Like <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Like, got it. 
Never mind, there's there like three cell towers near my work. Where? Uh, <laughs> the thing uh, about it now is that now he doesn't know who's going to be tracking him, Melinda or Bill. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, man. I like it's going to be Bill and the Queen, apparently. Bill and the Queen? Which Queen? Oh, you haven't seen that? You haven't seen that meme? The Queen's single, Bill's single. Oh, no. You better stop it. What? <laughs> what? Wow. Wow. That's not right. That's hilarious. This is about to be royalty, man. There it is. First, first Megan, and now this, huh? Yep. King Bill. He's like, this is this is what he's all been for. <laughs> <laughs> royal, royal windows. That's what we're gonna get. It's so weird because he got. She said something like, "There, it uh, irreparable, beyond reparation or something." Like citing the the reason for the divorce, and I'm like, like. You, you know, uh, like who's he fucking other than his like his wife? Like I didn't think he even fucked her. Like you look at that guy. That guy is, like you, you know, Larry says he doesn't beat off. Bill Gates doesn't have to say he doesn't beat off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's well, hilarious. Kid, though, do they not have a kid? Hey, hey I mean, look, they, they made that. They bought that kid from. Somebody like you know Michael, Michael Jackson had a kid. I mean, that's yeah. not, you're not telling me anything. Hey, Dude man. named his company after his dick. Wait, what? Think about it. Think about it. Microsoft. I, got it. It. I got it. <laughs> I I look. I was like, what? Like here, the mental part was. I was like, Windows. No, <laughs> I don't know why that was what went in my head. I, I went there first too. I was like, Windows. Yeah, I was like Windows. Like, Wait, no, I get it now. That doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, man. But I even okay, got a drink cool. in honor of Mo. As you should have. We appreciate you, Heck. We're, we're, we're happy you're here to celebrate with us. But I'm doing it. Super. <laughs> I got Tang mixed with Bacardi. Because I'm. <laughs> Dang, I'm Heck. Mo. Yeah. yeah Mo. <laughs> Wait, I'm like, oh. look, you, you yeah. definitely covered the. Oh lord, I don't know what Bo's doing. Yeah, yeah. I just had it. I think it's hitting my finger in it. <laughs> but wait, can we just go ahead and, and focus in on the fact that Hex said he's drinking Tang mixed with Bacardi? I'm like, yeah, dude, Tang, I had no Tang. idea. You said Tang, right? Yeah, yeah, Tang. Okay. What What'd you say? You're the orange powder. No, yeah, no, I, I know what Tang is. I'm just like you mix it with alcohol. <laughs> it's from space. Yeah. Oh, listen. I like I'm, I'm just saying, like, I didn't realize that that Hecht was that hood. I knew Hecht was hood. I didn't know he was that hood. Te Tang Tang mixed with Bacardi? Say what? I didn't yeah. even realize they still made Tang. I haven't seen it in the store in a long time. Listen, they yeah. don't. Heck took it from his own personal stockpile <laughs> for special occasions. Let, let me explain this to you. Tang, <laughs> in this day and age, is a delicacy because that shit's expensive. Because yeah, it's they don't make it anymore. <laughs> I remember when they used I mean, to make it. Al Bundy be having Tang, which is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so abundant. Now, like, yeah, you, you mix it with a shot. 
No, this is. Did this you guys ever try to make the tangwich? The what? Me neither. He's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy, bro. The tangwich. I think we've all tried to make a tangwich. Yeah. And anybody who says they didn't is either a liar or way too young to know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they're mad at yeah. Cat. They're they're mad at Heck the chat because he doesn't have a camera. But oh. <laughs> you can see my streams on Twitch where you can't see me. <laughs> I'm like John Cena right now. Oh dang. You look, you got my who face said face. that? Who said that? No, I guess it doesn't like I have to be able to hear you though, right? I just can't see you. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I can still hear I'm, you. I'm the ghost of Mexican past. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Mexican with pass. this tang, all this tang. <laughs> Listen, if that shouldn't be a sound bite, I don't know what should be. Like <laughs> with this tang, all that tang. I was like, whoa, hey, I didn't even know what the heck's talking about. But guess what? Title. I like it. That's I'm down for that. That's the title, right? I'm Mary <laughs> Young, and I endorse that message. <laughs> um, I don't have the soundboard because I had everything on the card and I didn't put the card in the computer. No, listen, no, nobody even asked you the question, where's the soundboard? Give yourself a break, man. We look, We're all trying to be nice to you. I need you to be nice to yourself, man. Come on, give yourself a break. Can you, can you have an off day on your birthday? Is that okay? Can you relax? I took a nap already. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I was actually out cold. Emily was waking me up, and I wouldn't wake up. But but usually, I take a, a twenty like on the dot. Close my eyes, wake up twenty minutes later. But uh, I did that yesterday too. Uh, wow. it's, it's fun being old. All that nap and all well, that. Tell Emily, thank you for making <laughs> sure you actually came to the show today. Yeah. It would have been a bummer if you didn't. I'd be like, dang, what happened to Mo? I, I would I wouldn't be like mad at you because it's your birthday. So I'm just like, well, obviously he must be doing something fun. But I'd be like, you know what? What makes a, a most centered birthday show a lot less fun? No mo. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like, oh. I, feel, I kind of feel like though that if we get to talk about Martian riggers, <laughs> that kind of I think that could make up for it. Like, I'm sorry, Martian what? <laughs> see, see, and I, this is why the show, like, like it's better with Mo here, yeah. so that Mo can chastise Oz for not having read Preacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I thought he said uh, Martian uh, word. I need to bleep out. <laughs> Look, that's the thing. Like, it was either a combination of Martian and Schwarzenegger, or Martian and No Schwarzer. <laughs> That's just what I heard. I wanted. I wanted to make sure. Martian Nicaraguan. I'm drinking, man. Don't be doing that while I'm drinking. Like, let give me a heads up. That's do the, the symbol so I know not to drink. You about to say something funny? So do something. Show me the sign. You know, all I say is funny shit. Because <laughs> I watched the entire preacher. Yeah, oh, but and read. I, I gotta read. Yeah, I, I read that years ago. I don't read stuff twice. 
if I could, if I can quote Mo for a, for a moment, read fucking comics. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I, I did read them long time ago. Reading them yeah. twice is just redundant, though. Like, yeah. I got other stuff to read. You're redundant. I didn't want the comic book to read my Damn. my TV show experience. And here's the thing. I tried watching the show. I, I tried watching it on three separate times, and this today was the third time. And I'm like, I got to be out my goddamn mind, like suggesting that we do this side by side comparison, like. I I, was I, I couldn't stick with it. <laughs> I, get, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, like the show was. Like, you know, Larry's like, "You got to be good to yourself," <laughs> and I'm like, he, "I'm like, why am I torturing myself on my?" Yeah, birthday? absolutely. <laughs> like, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> but I, I, was, mad at you. I was genuinely shocked when when I when you suggested it because yeah, I because I, I wanted to, you know I figured it's gone now because it's not coming back right it's gone. It's gone, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I figured. You know, there's no harm in watching it, and you know, what if I enjoy parts of it, like, you know, because I've been seeing stuff like Resident Alien, which we're, we're going to talk about in a little bit, and it's like mm, maybe if oh, it's like a comic, it could still be good. And then <laughs> this, this is, is a travesty. There's just certain things that once that era is done, you do not need to revisit. The preacher is one of them. The TV show. Uh, mein Kampf, I think that's two. I think that's the end of the list. <laughs> it is interesting because I know for me, I was like, oh, okay, like we're gonna read Preacher and then we're gonna talk about the TV show. And I'm like, I don't, I didn't watch much of the TV show, so I'm like, I'll, I'll, you know, check that out. And I'm like, I'll, you know, like, Relook at some of these comics, but I had felt like, for whatever reason, I had felt like I had read Preacher. Yeah, like not all of it, but you know enough of it. Yeah, and then I went back to the comic, and I was like, I don't know if I read this. <laughs> and I was like, huh, like I'm not sure I read this. Like you know, and I was like, oh man, and like it. I think I got like three issues in before I was like, dude, I didn't read Preacher. And I feel like there was a point where I was supposed to read Preacher, and I started it, but I don't think I, I, I don't think I got to finish it for whatever reason. And in my mind, all this time, I thought like, no, I've read, I've read Preacher, and I'm like, dude, I hadn't read like any Preacher, and I'm like, dude, this is crazy, and and I felt bad because I'm like, it's a great book, yeah, and I'm like, I need to, I need to, I need to read it all, and that that creative team, Steve Dillon, yeah. Dennis, like. Um, you know, it was that's a, that's a part of revisiting after the era that was great for me, like reading that first arc. <laughs> it was a joy, and there's parts of it, like you said, Larry, like you feel like you read it, and then you're like, I didn't. And even when I read it <laughs> again, I'm like, I, I like, like it felt like the first time. <laughs> like, yeah, it's very, you know, I, I I don't know how that would be done today. Right, <laughs> you know? right. Um, but. Right, it's like I, you know, I, you know me. I don't, I don't care. Like, Garth Ennis right. is making legislation. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And keeping in mind too that I mean, we're talking about like some mid '90s stuff, right? So like that's a whole like the mid '90s might as well be like a different planet. You know, I'm just like it's crazy to think that now because it doesn't like for someone like myself, I don't think of the mid '90s as like that long ago 
it's, it's definitely in the past, but I don't think of it like, oh, the midnight. Like, but it's crazy though because, like, I remember so, like somebody actually said to me, and I, I was mentioning this earlier today, where they were like, if you're old enough to drink alcohol, you were you were born in the late 20th century. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like. When you say it like that, it makes it sound like it was a long ass time ago, the late twentieth century. Like, goddamn! Like, what do you mean? But the preacher, preacher, the comic came out in the late twentieth century. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, okay, well, guess what? That and that's why it has what Joe said. <laughs> Look, I, I was taken aback. I read it and I was like, what? I was like, what does that even mean? Oh man. It's so, a lot. Like I don't even want to. Uh, like for whatever reason. Like you, you all know me. I don't really say the N word much, but for some reason, putting Martian in front of it makes it sound like extra racist. Yeah, it's like <laughs> way xenophobic too. No, dude, what? it's like a as a whole. Like right, it's it's interterrestrial racism. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like goddamn. This fool, this fool hates people from other planets too. Goddamn, like you know, he's like not just he hates the minorities on other planets. It's like how does he even know? He ain't been there. And when you know which one to hate, and the thing is, if you like know the Martian Manhunter, then it's like, is this end of the thing? Like, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Right. Hey, Martian, better get ready. We're getting closer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Now, Larry, uh, you watched the TV show too. I did. Yeah, like what? What was the transition? Like, I still, I still can't even answer that question to people. Like, what's the difference? Because I, I can't get through the first ten minutes of the TV show. I mean, it's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, like I, I understand. Like, having read the book now, and watched the show, I can understand. Like, if you're like, oh, I love. Preacher, the comic, and yeah. I'm like I'm I'm excited to watch this TV show, and then you get this show, I can understand why you're like, you you be like, it doesn't feel like anybody's acting like they're supposed to be acting, and and it's not to say the show is bad, mind you, it's just not Preacher, yeah, or at least it doesn't feel like it. Like if if all you gave it was the first ten minutes, it's like. Yeah, there's no there's no part of it that's really gonna feel like preacher to you. Like even even like just the way the like the the character looks, you know, like Jesse Custer doesn't have the feel of the guy in the comic. And it's not like the guy in the show like looks bad or uninteresting. It's just, you know, it's like it's one of these things where there's a part of me that's happy that I kind of came to both of these like at the same time. And, and like, I can appreciate both of them for what they do, but like having, like, I could totally see, like if I had read preacher first and was anticipating a show about that book that I had read and loved, I would be like, yeah, I, I understand why you can't get through it. Like I can't, I can't be mad at you at all, but because, like when you're talking about what are the differences, it's like I mean I think the characterization of everybody is the main thing, where it's like, you know, Jesse Custer's motivations in this show seemingly are completely different from the motivations of the character in the comic, 
and and there's some maybe um similarities personality wise between Jesse and but between both Jesse's but like Tulip Tulip is feels like a com two completely different characters to me and uh while I can say Cassidy maybe has like some similarities, like you know, where it's like, you know, the like Cassidy is probably the character that comes across as like the most similar to what you would find in the book. He's still different enough that you would I could see somebody that's a fan just being like that's not my Cassidy you know that's a different version of that character uh obviously it's updated you know what I'm saying but still it's like you can update and still retain the essence of a character as we know and I don't know I don't know if this necessarily does does that like it's its own thing it's it's it, it's like interesting in its own right i think but like i think not only is the not only are the characters different but then the situation is different too and so once you get into all like all like basically you're talking about like something that's almost like preacher in name only <laughs> you know where it's like they called a preacher and they gave the guy that that's playing it say what pino <laughs> <laughs> yes, in fact, Pino, you're right. Uh, they gave him the right costume, like he, he's wearing the right outfit. But you know, outside of that, it's like he's you know, it's like they're they're doing completely different things. So I don't know. Maybe you all feel different about it. What 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 do you all think that got you know that actually did watch it and read it before me? Uh, again, I only got through ten minutes of it, so. I, but I made my opinions. I mean, you you saw me that comic con when I was yelling about how terrible it was. I remember. <laughs> I went like on a two-hour rant of just how yeah. bad it was. Yeah, and, I think we just all sat and listened to you. I, yeah, I just couldn't like. I knew it wasn't it. So I was faithful that I could I can get my point across and still be correct about it. Uh, but I, I mean, I. I Joe, did you get to watch it too? I did not. Okay, but you read it. Yeah. Okay. That was, well, how'd you like it for one? <laughs> um, I like the art. Uh huh. Um, as far as the story, I liked it, but no, I, I think I liked it. It's like part of me was a little. I'm not sure what reserve in my enjoyment of it, like just because of the subject matter. Uh, I wasn't like a hundred percent pre on board, but uh -huh. as I was reading it, I started to get more and more interested in what was happening. So it's like overall. I am glad that I read it, and I'm going to keep reading it. The first four books are on Comixology Unlimited. 
Oh, nice. Uh, so, you know, I downloaded those and I'm reading through them. And yeah, I I, I think I actually like this book. Like, the characters are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, um, especially Arseface. Yeah. He's, I don't know, there's something about, he's so innocent. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. And, and that character teams on the TV show a lot. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that they changed that character in the TV show a lot. Like I was mad when I saw what they did with him, and uh, it, it just that was a travesty in and of itself. But at least they got the look, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. I was. I didn't know how they were gonna pull that off. But yeah, I I do uh, that character in the comics dude. like yeah he, and his motivations and shit too are are, are add to that like that's say soul of that, that book and that story you know mm-hmm. yeah like i like it, it's really interesting just like i mean i guess it's like the problem what what year did they make that preacher tv show i think 2016 okay and I guess that's probably the main problem with the with the show, where it's like you you make it. And here's the thing: it's not that it's made in 2016; it's that it's set in like 2016. You know what I mean? Like it's set in modern day, and it's like it kind of feels like a bit of what, like a bit of what makes preacher preacher is that era. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of like it's not like everything has to happen in that time, but you definitely like characters have motivations that stem from like some of the things that happen. Like even just talking about like our space, right? <laughs> our space, <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know, it's like yeah, like he can't like do what he did. Because of Kurt Cobain in 2016, yeah. you know, right. and like it's just not a reference that would make sense to the majority of the audience at that point in time. And so, if you're changing that motivation, now you have a different character, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and and you know, I mean, the easy solution to that is make it like a period piece right like if that's yeah. like if you want to stay as true as you can like you could make a 2016 show that's set in the 90s like that could happen now you might say you know there are people that are going to be like oh well it's going to be more expensive and that's true so you know but i blame seth rogan yeah i, I actually boycotted <laughs> seth rogan got enough money that yeah. been Fat and funny long enough that he has money to do a period piece if he wanted to. He just don't love comics. You you heard me, Seth. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> what he says he does. Like if he yeah. wasn't high, he'd probably retaliate. I can't agree that he doesn't love comics. Like <laughs> I think he's invincible. Man. <laughs> like that fool that fool started loving comics in, in 2019. Like he started making comics after he heard me trash preacher. 
<laughs> right. He's like, man, maybe I should read these things before yeah. I make these, yeah. these shows. <laughs> Wait, heck, what did you say? I said if he wasn't high, he'd probably retaliate. If he wasn't high, he, that's hilarious. I feel like I feel like Seth Rogen's probably a very functional uh uh yeah high person. Yeah, yeah. yeah he probably is. But I don't know that. Like he might just wait. He might just time his stuff very well. Like no, he might have great time. No, no, he's a functional weedhead. Because the thing is, when you're at that point with weed, weed is like, it's like like Joe, take off your glasses right now. Like you can see stuff, but you can't see it clearly. You can't focus like you need to. You put them back on, and then you can go about your day more comfortably, right? And that that's how weed is to Seth Rogen. Like, it's like weed is weed is Joe's glasses to Seth Rogen. Right. It, it's like it's like putting on his glass for him smoking a joint in the morning. It's like putting on he can start his day. He can go around his day properly, like wearing a jacket when it's cold. You know, it's it's part of of, of you at that point. Right. And weed is a, is a good marijuana is a good uh, substance to have that with because it's not <laughs> detrimental to your health. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it helps your mental health and, and things like that. Now, those are all anecdotal. Don't don't go, <laughs> you know, because you heard it on Fantastic Four. Well, well those men told me, you know, hey, hey, look, there's still legal, there's still jobs you got and and, and laws that you got to obey too, you know. But Mm-mm. but it's if you can make, but if you can make a ton of money shitting on comics, you can smoke all day and you still pay the bail when you get pulled over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lighting my drunk, my first joint right now because most Magnum <laughs> said it was okay. Yeah. If you did that on stream, we'd be canceled. <laughs> Why? It's legal here. Not on I, YouTube. Yeah. I don't think what? It, yeah. How dare <laughs> YouTube infringe on my freedoms? <laughs> Although there were episodes where I, I hit the vape on cam. They didn't say nothing. But, but it's a vape, and you never said yeah, what was in it. Yeah, that's true. Joe, what Dang, you, man. You say something from chat? I'm sorry, we all stepped all over your words. No, it's all good. Uh, Tiger Claw was just saying he has faith in Seth with the animated TMNT movie. It could be good. I don't know how any of you could possibly, could possibly believe Seth Rogen is a functional weed guy. <laughs> Why not? Dude, dude smokes weed when he reads comics. And you get Green Hornet. And you get Preacher. I mean... What's that? Green Hornet looks good. Green Hornet? Yeah. Green... <laughs> you don't watch the original show. Or read any comics. from the original show in the movie. Like... I can't even hear Joe. He's too low. Yeah, hey, Joe, I, I think your mic's uh, acting up. How's that? Oh, that's not <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's a scene from the show in the movie. I mean, there was also a car with the same name as the one in the show. It doesn't mean it was good. You know, the preacher was named Preacher, and the guy's name was Jesse Custer. Doesn't make it anything like the book. Well, I don't know. I, I watched the marathon when they came when the movie came out. You know, they did a Green Hornet marathon on Sci-Fi, and I watched it. And the movie felt good. You know, it wasn't like they were 
Uh, sorry, Joe, say that again. Last uh, maybe I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's not like they were re remaking The Godfather or Citizen Kane. You know That's I mean? true. That's true. Like Green Green Hornet isn't great. Yeah. It's what I tell people about Mortal Kombat. Like the games are good, the movies can be, but they're they're what they are. And I don't yeah. expect anything less from this new Mortal Kombat. Like I would be disappointed if it wasn't cheesy. Yeah. Look, I was telling I, I feel like Jay and I were having a conversation the other day, and I was like, I'm surprised they haven't remade Highlander. Like, yeah. I don't like that must be a rights thing. Like, yeah. somebody must be holding on to those rights hard and want more money than Highlander's worth. Because I'm just like, dude, like, and, and here's I'm a fan of Highlander, but it's one of those movies where it's like, dude, that has like the right kind of like nostalgia factor, and it has like a cult following, and the uh, the movies that came before it are like cool like like and understand as a fan of highlander i'm saying that i love those movies they're not great though huh you don't love the second movie right i mean that second movie is weird man it, it is but at the same time it has its place like i guess what i'm saying to you is this obviously they're better highlanders than other better highlander movies than other highlander movies like we know this but what I'm saying to you is the worst Highlander movie isn't that much worse than the best Highlander movie. <laughs> and, and, and I, I all disagree of, with you on that. Sir. Really? What's, what's, the worst, strongly. What's, what's the worst Highlander movie? Highlander the Source. But the Source, I mean, the Source. Huh? So the Source wasn't that bad. Well, see, well, there you go. Look, I don't, look. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> like, it wasn't that bad, but it was the worst of the bad. Well, yeah, but but what's the best Highlander movie then? Shit. In your opinion, Hect? Hold on, let me think. There's really only two answers uh, to this. In Endgame. Okay, right. And you either say Endgame or the original. Those yeah. are the only two acceptable answers. Anyone that says anything else, obviously, is not watching Highlander. Or, you know, yeah, they're just not watching Highlander. And I'm just saying, like, Okay, like I, I think Endgame is probably the, the the best possible answer, but if somebody's like the original, I give it to. But what I'm saying is, Endgame isn't Academy Award, right? You said it won the Academy Award. Yeah, best picture. Didn't you see Ricky Bobby? You are so it's tough. proven. I'm so mad at you for this. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is like, like is Endgame really that much better of a movie than The Source? Yes, but no, but 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 no, but is it though? Really though? <laughs> Rewatch him. Rewatch him. Okay, I'll do it. Look, I know the source is the worst one. We're gonna have to have a, a Highlander, oh. a, a, a rapper <laughs> weekly. Uh... Yeah, yeah, dude. No, but but ha, ha, wait, have you all seen all those Highlander movies? Nah. Like Mo and uh, oh, dude, I've seen all Look. of them in the TV show. There you go. That's what I'm saying. I'm with you, Oz. And listen, it's like this rich, like, like to me, I'm just like, there's so many good ideas in Highlander that have never actually been explored in a real way. <laughs> that, like in a way where it's like, like, like have, you could totally they have a multiverse, but they don't explore it at all. Right. That's what, look, you could totally reboot the whole thing and make it like a multi-million dollar franchise easy 
Get J.J. Abrams on it. No, I don't know if Hold that's up. who you want to go with, but you know, like, <laughs> you know who would like listen. And that's like, I'll, I'm just saying, like, you could totally just take whoever's like hot right now and reboot Highlander with them, and it would be like, it could be an amazing thing. Like, look, take like Michael B. Jordan and put him with, I don't know who, like Sebastian Stan, and that could be like those two dudes. We'll put asses in seats for a Highlander movie. And look, it doesn't even matter what the story is. I'm excited. Well, I, I'm not saying it doesn't matter no, what the story no, is, but I'm saying like people aren't going to come for the story is what I'm saying. But oh, okay. you make the story good, and then you have franchise. You can mess around and make five of them. And, and you don't even need Sebastian Stan and Michael B. Jordan to be in all of them. They could just be in one or the other. They could alternate after the first one. You know what I mean? But anyway, I, we're, we're talking about Preacher. I'm sorry. Yeah, look, it's my birthday. We're all about penguins this, this week. I, I think the most, the most uh, accurate impression of comparing the, the TV show to the comic book that I saw, and I think it goes along with some of the stuff that you guys were saying, especially you, Lawrence, was as I was watching the TV show, uh, at one point, the wife starts walking by, looks at the TV, and gets excited. She's like, oh, is this Preacher? That, that guy looks like Preacher. Is this a Preacher TV show? Oh, shit. <laughs> Sits down next to me. Five minutes or so later, gets up, says, I don't know what the hell's going on. This is a Preacher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, no, yeah, it's I mean, it, it's got the look. It's got, it's got the names, but mm-hmm. it's not really no. like the book at all. Right, and if you're a fan of the comic, you're not going to watch this show and be like, "Oh, this is what I've been waiting for." You might, you might like it enough, maybe. And and don't get me wrong, like there's some, like here's here's some things like here's a part of the TV show that I appreciated that I felt like the comic kind of like I'm not gonna say got it wrong, but a part of it where it's like the comic probably could have done a better job of it. And the TV show does. It's like the whole concept of like being able to have like the word of God and like being able to like speak like with that kind of gravity and like, um, you know, like, to, to, to speak things into existence and control things, right? It's like the the TV show like slow walks into that concept and and makes it so that not only does like Jesse not understand that it's what he's doing at first, but even like the idea of him like kind of coming to terms with the idea that that's what he has and what he's doing. That makes sense to me. And in the comic, it feels like they be- like he becomes very comfortable with the idea that that's what he is and what he's doing. Like, well, I don't, I was, maybe comfortable is not the right word, but he accepts it quickly. You know, where it's like, he does it and then somebody says it and then that's just what it is. And everybody in the circle is just like, 
yeah, it's like the word of God. Like, what you do, the word of God. It's like, well, some people, like, a, like people should have a little bit of, like, they should be taken aback by that a little bit, right? And in the comic, they're not taken aback by it, at least not at first. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, that's an improvement that the show actually made on that particular concept. Now, the actual again, like word of God power, like how do, when they show it, is it actually like that, or or is it like the comic, or is it different? I mean, I would say it's similar enough to the comic, but okay. I don't know. What do you think, Jay? Do his eyes glow in the TV series? Wait, does what? Do his eyes glow? No, his voice just gets deep. No. Deep. So they fucked it up. <laughs> I mean, when, but... When he, when he actually uses the power, it sounds like he's trying to I imitate Batman. So they're fucked but, up. But... No, but I don't, I don't feel like... But it's like... I mean... I, okay, if we're going to say he messed it up because his eyes don't glow, I'll give you that, I guess, but... At the same time, it's like, I mean, like, in the comic, they give you a visual cue because you can't hear it. In the show, they give you an audio cue because you can. It's two different mediums, you know what I mean? I've, I've heard audio cues in writing. Uh, if you've watched Discworld uh, or read Discworld, Whenever death speaks, there's a, a cue, an audio cue in writing. Like his, when he speaks in all caps. And his niece does too. Well, when she wants to. Like with death, it's a default. But with her, she can do it when she wants to. But that's not an audio cue in in writing. That's a it's a visual cue. So if that's what they wanted, if that's what Bart Dennis wanted to imply. And he would have did the same thing in the comic. He would have just like made the words bold or a different font, like something. I hear that, but he doesn't. Now, what I can say is, yes, you are right. Everyone in the comic does take things super easy. Like they are real quick to accept most things. I mean, mm -hmm. only one character, like the FBI guy. Is the only one that asks questions. <laughs> like, hey, this, they said that happened. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, you just did that. Okay, don't do it again. <laughs> right. Right. Like, yeah, everyone's just on board. Mm -hmm. And I honestly don't have a problem with them doing it that way. Um, Especially in 1995. But I think for me, it's kind of like, there's so many stories, movies, TV shows, whatever, where everyone is like so, like, they just deny what's right in front of their eyes. Right. Like, for so hard and so long, it's like, dude, the shit is happening. Right. So it's, it's nice every once in a while to do, like, everyone is just on board. It's like, that's one of the reasons my favorite scene in a, From Dusk Till Dawn is when the dude is like, I don't believe in vampires, but I believe in my eye, and my eyes saw vampires. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. 
you you see what's happening, so just go with it. Like, right. See, but that's that's one of the that that's also a downside to the TV show because yeah, while they take the time to kind of oh the word of God power that this guy has, they find out Cassidy's a vampire. Okay, so okay, you're hurt. You need blood. Okay. Hey, let, we're talking to Jesus right now. Like actual Jesus <laughs> is telling us why he's not he can't be the Messiah and, and we need Pumperdue, which is another like all this is just like okay, sure. That's the the last episode Jesse Custer is sitting in a in a lawn chair having a conversation with God. Like just whatever. You know. Jesse Custer goes to heaven. There's God's throne, and he's just like, okay, all right. It's so the only thing that confuses them is is Jesse having the power, and then everything else is just right back to hey, well, okay, sure. In the show, God was in heaven. No, he was on earth. Okay. Uh, but I get. Is it a spoiler? I mean, nobody saw it. Look, That's like. <laughs> 30 years old like yeah no no he's yeah. ta- he's talking about the TV show which was 2016 yeah. but that's still right. 5 years old yeah like go for it it's my birthday he, he, yeah. he's on earth through the entire series but in the last episode uh, after his conversation with Jesse cuz Jesse figures out that the whole reason God did everything was to have people to love him and kind of rejects him God goes back to heaven where the saint of the saint of killers is waiting and shoots God in the head and kind of just takes over the throne. Yeah. Well, look, I don't want to spoil the comic, but <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, similar. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So, so look, you love it, Mo. You love it. You didn't even realize. Uh, Man. You didn't even know. In the, you gotta watch, you gotta watch twenty minutes at least now. Well, <laughs> yeah. in, in the comic, was God setting off the apocalypse so he can just like restart because he was done with humans? Was that his motivation? Uh, I think he just stopped caring, and and Jesse Jesse's whole thing is like he I gotta hold him accountable, you know. But yeah, the apocalypse thing wasn't. It, it was different. There were actually people trying to bring about the second coming. And Jesse was in the way of that because Jesse is now the more powerful being in the universe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there, there's a lot of similarities, but I mean, like Lauren said, the the motivation for the characters are just completely different. Uh-huh. You know, I I remember because I the last time I read Preacher was years ago, but I remember Arsface hated Jesse because Jesse. Is the one that caused his dad to to die, right? By yeah, effing himself. I think, I think he does. There is that scene where he does do that to the sheriff, but that wasn't like Arsface never hates Preacher throughout the whole series. He actually looks up to Preacher and as a as a kind of guide, even when he's hanging out with Hitler. And Hitler's trying to convince him that Jesse's bad. He never actually sees Jesse as a bad guy. Where I remember in the book, like he hated him. Yeah. Listen, I need to watch 
more of this show and read more of this comic. I'm like, God oh, damn. Like, wait, what's happening now? I was like, what? Well, like, listen, and this sounds interesting as hell. He was getting in a fight with Jesus at one point. Oh, dude, I can't wait. I hope Jesus wins, but I know he doesn't. Comic <laughs> <laughs> has a lot of good fruit that you, you've seen aspects of people in um, the stuff that you like, that you watch on TV, like your Supernatural. That whole, like, going in a, an old car across the country, like, stopping monsters. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a sense in the preacher where it's just that. Like, they take a break from trying to get to God because they're on the run and they end up, like, stopping monsters and vampires. Right. And, you know? Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing where it's like, because I, like, you know, again, it's like, I, I realized now like oh damn i didn't read preacher but a part of that too is just because i know comics yeah. and i know what preacher's about and i know that preacher like is like i know the book is about him trying to find god and eventually he does like i i know like i know a lot of the story beats of preacher and i thought i knew that because i had read a portion of it but apparently it's just because it's like all through comic book osmosis yeah and like talking to people about preacher because preacher is one of those books that if you're a comic book fan you've read and apparently i'm a bad comic book fan because i haven't read any preacher until now and so i'm like oh well i don't know if i'm officially a poser because i haven't read preacher but I guess I gotta rectify it, you know. That that's basically the long and the short of it. Where I'm like, okay, well, I'm reading it now, so get off my nuts. <laughs> yeah, and important to note that Seth Rogen got so much criticism after season one that he proclaimed it a prequel and tried to get more. <laughs> season two, he tried to get more in line with the comic and the road trip and all that. It's still. It doesn't get you quite there, but I mean, the show itself uh, on its own, if the comic never existed, it would be entertaining. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. The show is entertaining. It wouldn't exist. <laughs> well, that, I guess that's the other part of it. You're right. Say, like, if, it would not would, exist. if you would have came up with this show and the comic didn't exist, it, we would be sitting here talking about what an entertaining show it was. Because it, yeah, it's funny and it's 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 great, but. The fact that he was trying to reproduce uh, such a great comic book and failed so miserably at it kind of <laughs> takes a little bit away from it. But if you haven't read it, which you should, you you should definitely, especially since Joe said what four four of the books are free right now. They're yeah, well, um, unlimited. Um, yeah, you have to subscribe to their service. But their service is cheap. Yeah, it, it definitely start checking checking those out. But 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 the backlash that he got from Preacher is probably why Invincible like sticks very close to the source material. It tries, yeah. Jay, listen. Except for the no one has time for your friggin' bikini line yeah, Adam not- Eve <laughs> nitpicks. No one has time for that, Jay. But they didn't do the mall bombings. Jay, no one has time for your Adam Eve bikini line. Like, listen, she's wearing friggin' boxer briefs, and that's okay, Jay. I have a little bit of time. She's a woman. I got time too. 
You can still see the bottom of her butt cheek, Jay. Just just be happy with that, Jay. Be happy with the bottom of the butt cheek. No, I need I, I, I feel like I've been very fair with all the costume changes. <laughs> what, all the? What do you mean all the? What what are all the? You mean the? Or which ones? Well, who else? Monster Girl. They changed her costume. She's wearing pants. Quick invisible question. Because I didn't read a lot of those books. <laughs> Poser. So, <laughs> so, so Omni-Man has been known to this government agency for what, like 20 years? Something like that? Long time, right? Yeah. This agency that specializes in, in superheroes and they have their own team. They run the Guardians of the of whatever. Of the globe. Yeah, whatever. The... the <laughs> The, the Globas. Look at the alliteration. Boot, bootleg Snyder Cut. Um, I don't know what that means. Okay, here, well, here, here's my here's my point. They they know Omni Man. They've known him for years. They know what he can do. They know his his strengths. They know he has no weaknesses. In the comic book, because they did this in the show, when they realized what Omni Man has done, do they try to shoot him with regular ass bullets? Like that's gonna do something? No. Okay. Cause that was one of the dumbest things I've seen. Like I, I understand if a criminal tries to shoot on me, man, because criminals are, are dumb and you know the adrenaline and all that. But trained soldiers of a of a government agency that has has known about this person for decades is still trying to shoot regular ass bullets at him kind of didn't sit right with me. See, in the comic, um, they find out like it's basically Mark and uh, Mark and Omni-Man are kind of just hanging out and then uh, and then uh, the Immortal attacks and he kills the Immortal and Mark is like, what'd you do? And then the when their whole like scuffle happens, like the whole countdown with the Omni Man trying to get to Mark is something for the TV show that doesn't happen in the comic. Right, it just it, it just bugged me because they they they're shooting at him with regular bullets when in the same like scene they blow up the house and specifically say, well, that might you know take him down for a few seconds. They know that's not going to take him out. They know that the satellite hammer thing isn't going to take him down. Like they, they know this guy is not going to go down that easy. I don't understand why these agents are sitting there going pew, pew, pew. pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Uh, th that always bugs me. It's kind of like uh, th there's an th th old Superman <laughs> Where uh, the 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 criminal shoots at Superman and the bullets are bouncing off, he's like, "Ha ha, Superman!" And then the the gun like runs out of bullets, so he throws the gun, and Superman's like, "Whoa!" Like just kind of dodges, like stuff like that always kind of bug me. Dude, that is the best part of that old stuff. <laughs> that TV show was in the fifties. I can understand. This is an animated series in twenty twenty one. I think we can do better. I feel like Omni Omni Man should dodge the gun too. 
They should look. They should look. That would have been like the the real homage if they're like, damn, we're not getting them, and they throw like the whole machine gun at him, and he goes, ah. That would have been amazing. Like, no, I, I, would, I would have given Seth Rogen I would have expected them to have some special gun that kind of like I, I don't expect it to do anything to him because he's so powerful. But at least like, oh, they, they, yeah, at least you're trying. Like, yeah. When uh, when home dude shows up with his special gun that actually, you know, it doesn't do much, Domi man. But at least it's like, oh, he feels yeah. it a little bit, you know. Right, right. Like, both soldiers should have had that gun. That's yeah. fair. Like, like I, the messed up part is, I will tell you all, I don't know what happened, but for some reason I felt like the the finale for Invincible was like the week before. I totally missed the idea or the, I like, even though like I knew, like I, I had it scheduled out that the Invincible finale was like this past weekend. But for some reason, I had like somehow erased that from my memory and felt like the weekend before was the was the finale. So I didn't even get to watch the finale until like Sunday. But it was amazing. <laughs> I was just like, "Wow, so yeah. good." I I'm not caught up. What? He's <laughs> just like a preacher. It has literally like one of the best action scenes. Um, in like ever, kind of. <laughs> wait, no, no. There's literally a moment in this joint, Moses, where I was like, "Oh, can we just rewind that real quick so I can look?" I, I like, like there was a point, a point where they were like shooting like some missiles at this fool from a plane, and I was like, "Oh, dude, like the animation is so good." Like it was, you know what it reminded me of. It reminded me of like back in the day with like Macross, where you know they have like the the missile bays that like they shoot like the like uh uh like friggin' the enemy shoots like all these missiles out of their missile bays and you have like a Veritech fighter that like like does these barrel rolls around all these missiles and you're like. Wow! Like you look at it, and you're just like, "That's so beautiful." It's like it feels like art. You know what I mean? And there's a, a scene in the in in the Invincible finale where Omni Man does that same thing. Where I'm like, "Oh, dude, it's like art." I'm like, "Oh my god!" It got renewed like, for three seasons now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As it should. Finale. I had to look it up, like, to see like if it had been like canceled or if there was any word no no it's perfect like the idea that we're like we we're guaranteed two more seasons of this makes perfect sense to me except for the fact that it's like well why isn't it like three or four more seasons because there's enough invincible for it so it's like what what's the hesitation exactly like what what, like damn it amazon well (laughs) it's, it's not so much that it's the um in TV, now that I'm in the business, you can't. Oh, right, right, right. You don't want to. The, the talent doesn't want to sign a contract for too long because right. they want to make the most money they can. So doing a three season, that might be, uh, you know, I remember um, Kim Cattrall said in, in, in when she was talking about sex in the city, like she renewed a year at a time, and mm-hmm. that's how she made the most money she could. 
And uh, he look, they killed her off if they didn't want her back and, or whatever. But she did it a year, a year contract at a time. I, you know, it, one thing is guaranteed work. The other was guaranteed money. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I hear that. So, and 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 that look, I'm not mad. Look, I will say this. I'm like J.K. Simmons. I'm like, I'm. I like. I, I wonder. I'm like, when I read. Invincible as a book, his voice is the voice I had in my head. So I'm like, does that like, did he like go into my mind and become Omni Man, or is was I thinking about him when I was reading the book? I like, I don't know what's going. Either way, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> because either J.K. Simmons can read minds. Or I have a hard on for him from before, and I didn't even realize it. I don't know what it is. Oh, you had Either a hard way, team. right? No, he's he's amazing as an actor, and I knew that already. But I'm just like, damn, like it's like when he from day one, like episode one, I'm just like, dude, like that's what Omni Man sounds like. And it turns out, and I'm not like, I know, like again. J.K. Simmons, whether you're talking about him in Spider-Man or you're talking about him in, like, Counterpart, like, the dude is an amazing actor. We all know this. Nobody is like, oh, can J.K. Simmons act or not? No one, at, or at least nobody with any sense asks these questions. But I'm like, his, his performance for Omni-Man is so good. It's ridiculously good. And that's the messed up part where it's like, it's ridiculously good in a cast of people where everybody's awesome. Like the every the invincible cast, the ensemble cast of Invincible is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like everybody's good. Yeah. I'm so mad at it. Honestly. Like I feel like they like there's a show somewhere that probably needs like a little bit of talent that couldn't get it because Invincible took it all. <laughs> and that's okay. I mean I like I can't be mad at it, but I'm just like, dude, I, it's unfortunate because that show would have been good if they could have got like one or two invincible cast members. But they couldn't because they were taken. Kevin James's sitcom on Netflix sucks because of that. Well, there you go. Boom. And or, or it could be Kevin James. I'm not saying Kevin James is like terrible, but I'm saying that Kevin James is not necessarily the reason you watch a Kevin James thing. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Leave I'm just saying like, fat people alone, Larry. Hmm? Leave handsome fat people alone, Larry. I apologize. I'm sorry. It's our birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hex's birthday, too? <laughs> Whoa! Shots fired. I'm sorry, Hex. I didn't call you handsome, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate it. Thank You're you. welcome. Look, I know. Look, I seen you. I seen you. Um, <laughs> uh, one last question on preacher before we move on, and Oz, I'll let you get back to it. Uh, but the question I have for you that watched the show and read the comics: the handling of Genesis as an entity, as a character. How, how was that on the TV show compared to the comics? I'll let you all answer first, whether it be Jay, Oz, like whoever wants to talk about it. I didn't see the show, so. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> well, okay. 
Oz, do you remember watching the like the show? I remember. The I remember it in the in the TV show, mm-hmm. and it, it was an entity. I don't remember if in the comic they were able to take that, uh, take it away from Jesse Custard, but they were in the show. They they were able to take it away for a little bit because it was it was the soul of uh, of of uh, a child born of an angel and demon. Mm. Okay. Out of it being a new idea. Yeah. There's actually uh, a couple angels that come down specifically to hunt Genesis because it's not something that's supposed to exist because angels and demons are not supposed to get together like that. So they they know it's a it's a thing that's that exists that's not supposed to, and they know where it comes from. I mean, I, I will say that, like, the way they describe it in the comic is the way they describe it in the comic is how they depict it in the show but how they actually show it in the comic isn't how they depict it in the show so it's like one of these things where it's like it's kind of like a you know like well it's like you said audio versus visual cue right exactly right where where what they the words they actually use in the comic feels like it informed what they actually create in the show but they don't necessarily take any cues from what they what was actually drawn. So it's one of these things where it kind of depends on how you're looking at it, whether you feel like that was like a good depiction of Genesis or not, in my opinion. Because and keeping in mind that, you know, I'm early in the books mm-hmm. and early in the show. But like being a person like I, I like it was interesting because I know for me I literally like kind of bounced back and forth between like the first three or four episodes and the first you know like five and six five or six issues and it's like what they said Genesis was in the book is is actually a pretty accurate depiction of what they created in the TV show but what how they decided to manifest that visually in the comic book is it doesn't it doesn't it's not the same thing so you know you might read the comic and be like well I wanted Genesis to look like how it looks in the book keeping in mind of course that it's definitely an abstractish kind right. of concept yeah like and it's a- like the book has to obviously show it visually because it's a visual medium because it's a comic book. The 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 TV show has more more tools at its disposal. They can like the 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 way they just they the way they show it in the TV show is a lot less visual, but it still has a visual component along with the audio component. And, you know, because it's emotion, there are things that it can do that a comic book can't. And so, yeah, like I, I, I like 
because I got to experience them both basically simultaneously, bouncing back and forth between the two, I'm like, I get it. It makes sense to me in one medium versus the other. So, you know, I wasn't angry at it in any way, shape, or form. But but it was interesting, though, because, I, like I said, I read the book first, and there was, a, like, there are aspects of it, like, because they talk about, like, uh, Genesis having, like, a baby face yeah. or whatnot. And, or the face of a child or something like that. I don't remember yeah. what the exact wording is, but they talk about that. And in the in the show, you hear the cry of the child, you know? And it's like, that's not something that they actually do in the book because it's a comic book and they chose not to like actually have like the cry on a monopia, which I can understand because a baby cry is not like a short word, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, if you're actually trying to get a baby cry, it's like, dude, you could go panels for a baby cry if you really want to, you know? But because they were making a TV show, they're like, oh, all our kids are crying because none of us are at home because we're making TV shows. <laughs> and they just record it and then they put it in the show. Which is really a dark thought. That they're actually, it's like actual cries of their actual children because they're never at home. <laughs> Sorry. That is pretty funny. Happy birthday. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oz, what were you going to say before I, I interrupted you with that question? I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> Sorry. Before, before we move on, there's another uh, adaptation that I would like to talk about, and it's Sweet Tooth. But at the, so I don't start crying while I'm talking to you about it. I pre recorded a thing. So, it real quick, if I can. Yeah, let's do it. It's still it's it was his own YouTube video, but I, I it's still a work in progress. So you're gonna get the raw footage here, and then if you subscribe, like, hit the bell, you're gonna get the finished thing with music and shit. So. Nice. I didn't know. Subscribe, like, and hit the bell. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and play that at your leisure. It's there's a little bit of darkness. I feel bear with me, <laughs> and uh, maybe like three seconds of darkness. This is Let me start off this by saying, if you don't like Jeff Lemire, you're a fucking idiot. So I just got <laughs> to work and uh, I was listening to these live reactions and, um, you know, commentary on the Sweet Tooth uh, trailer. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. I want to see what other people think. And I think three in a row started off with, I'm not a... Um, Jeff Lemire fan. Now, I never read Sweet Tooth. And I'm like, man, these guys are fucking idiots. Or girls. There's a couple of those, too. These people are fucking idiots. But I'm going to give you my reaction on the trailer because it's going to be an honest look at what to expect and what to like from somebody that's read the comic and is a Jeff Lemire fan. So here we go. The look of it 
it's like something I'd never imagined for it. It has this fantastical polished look, kind of um, almost like a painting. When you read the comic, the art is very stylized. It's Jeff Lemire's style. A lot of people don't like it, but it's it's kind of looks like it's just watercolor thrown together with some pencils outlining everything or inks pen outlining everything and almost a weird graffiti style kind of it reminds me of Marilyn Manson paintings that was one of the hardest things I would think would be the uh, lost in translation for lack of a better term uh, when you adapt a comic that looks so unique to uh, television uh, a streaming service that actually has a certain way of doing things they have certain requirements on how you photograph things and the resolution and the colors and not on top of that you have the director's vision of what the comic book should be and that's usually what gives me the the little he the hajita of uh, something i love is getting adapted but the look of it is it's different but it looks really good i assume some people that have questioned me on social media of like being too easy on this because there's some bastardizations. I don't really see them in the trailer that much. There's designs on that cult that made that religion of human-animal hybrids uh, design, but it looks good on camera. It's more about their motivations and, and their characterizations in here that I would think, you don't get that in the trailer, you know? Um, Sweet Tooth, his design looks different. He's a little chubby cute kid, or at least chubby cheek cute kid. And uh, in the comics, he's this lanky, little, uh, dirty, <laughs> homeless kid, essentially. Uh, that's one criticism I have, if you can call it that, is that the world doesn't look as destroyed or post-apocalyptic. And uh, in the comics, you know, a lot of the nature scenes look better, because, you know, as we learned during the pandemic year, when humans stop fucking with shit, nature flourishes. So. Um, I can see why it looked clean here. Uh, they did show some cities and it still looked a little too clean for me, but you know, that's Jeff Lemire's art translating into a polished medium, a medium that requires polishing. So, well, it's more about the story at this point. Uh, another thing that I assume the people that have been accusing me of being easy on this trailer is, uh, the race swapping. I guess, uh, Jeopard is, is black. And uh, some people don't like that. Jeopard, I wish he looked, I don't care that he's black. <laughs> I think it's fine. Cause really that character could be anybody, any race. There's not, the race isn't involved in that character's story. Uh, it's more about his motivations and what he does and how he's traveling this world and how he relates to Gus. That's what I'm concerned about. And again, you don't see that in the trailer. So I don't know uh, why you would be mad at Jeopard. What I do not like about Jeopard is this new clean ranger Aragorn type look. Uh, to me, you know, Jeopard always looked like uh, Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. Oh, and dirty and stringy muscles because he's old and weathered and he's been fighting this fight a long time and that's what he doesn't look like in the trailer i'm not gonna call that a bastardization because the character could make up for it so I, i'm not you know usually i'm the guy that's known for hating things before it come out or hating them throughout the whole thing and uh, it, because it's based on something i love so much if we ever listen to fantastic forum live 6 30 
p.m. Wednesdays. We do a live stream here on our YouTube channel. Um, or you can subscribe to the audio versions on iTunes and wherever you can get podcasts. Link will be up here somewhere or in the description. But yeah, I'm the one that hates everything and hates the adaptations and the comics are better. And this might be the case too. You know, when you get to like your Umbrella Academies, your old guards, all these comic book properties that have been put into Netflix. Netflix does a bad job of actually uh, adapting them faithfully. And that's really it. Hopefully we'll see. It's just a trailer. We'll see where it goes. Till the next time, just hit like, subscribe, and stay in touch with us to see what we can talk about next. I'm out. The end. Indeed. So yeah, did you guys get to see the trailer for that at all? I think I saw a screen cap. <laughs> that means no. I I couldn't get past it. Like the kid's face is so round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, Jay? It's not weird and off-putting. Like, it is. It's Sweet Tooth has like a very angular head. Right. And I know it would be expensive to like do prosthetics or like CD, but at the same time, it's like, I'm looking at him and it's like, he doesn't look like Sweet Tooth at all. Like, yeah. I, I, it was a little off-putting. Like, I'll still probably try and watch it. But, I mean, I never read the comic, so. I mean, do you feel like it's one of these things, Mo, where it's like, this guy just was, like, the best actor, and that's all it was? Well, I, who, the, the black guy or the or Sweet Tooth? The kid Sweet Tooth? No, no, Sweet Tooth. I, I think the show's going with its look. It looks like Narnia. It has this fantasy look to it that's really polished and clean and, and colorful, whereas the comic has this, like, draw drab dreary aesthetic mm -hmm. and and that's where it's like well yeah it looks kind of different but i think they're gonna like the adventure of sweet tooth is gonna lend itself to this style they're doing <laughs> you know because you're gonna focus on the kid and you're gonna care about the kid if the kid's ugly you're not gonna care about him you know that's just the, the sad fact of it so and, you're saying like a, a skinny faced kid a skinny, malnourished-looking kid that has antlers, nobody's going to give a fuck about. Like, that's just it. And I'm more concerned about the emotional moments. In, there's a moment... Well, I'm going to spoil it for you guys. There's a moment where Sweet Tooth gets captured by these dudes that are trying to experiment on these hybrids. And there's a kid that doesn't talk. And he's getting... <laughs> Emily's already laughing at me back there because I'm going to cry. But... Uh, <laughs> There's this kid that doesn't talk, and then this whole time you're you're following Jeopard and, and and Sweet Tooth. This is about halfway through it, and you know when he finally breaks out, that little kid gets killed. But his last words are that the only words he ever you ever hear him say are is one word that he screams out, and you're talking about children crying <laughs> across panels, and it's Daddy, and he's talking to Jeopard, <laughs> you know, oh. and and it's like. Damn. Yeah, I'm getting goosebumps right now, like just because that I, I, you know, I read this comic at like two in the morning sometimes when I couldn't sleep, and just hitting me like that. I'm like, 
Emily, Emily sleeping. I'm like, I was like, fuck, <laughs> you know, two in the morning. She's like, what, what, what? And like, oh, this comic, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it's it's one of those things. Like, if they can't get that right, then the show's for nothing. Like Jeff Lemire, stop making, stop selling your shit because it's not worth it. You you already perfected that your story in that medium. Like, it's, I guess at that point, it's just not for me, and and I'm gonna hate it. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it, that's that's one of the things if they can't capture those moments like that and there's several of those moments in there if they can't capture that then the show is for nothing it's you know like uh one of the things that i didn't get to talk about in that video little intro thing was the october faction <laughs> you read the october faction comic and you watch the series and it's garbage <laughs> like it's like they made a harry potter version of october faction for kids and and that's not what October Faction is. And it, it ruins the whole, it ruins the original, like, as good as it could. And I'm not even, like, an October Faction thing, but it's, like, I like comics. And, you know, what I like about comics is what, the thing is, all of us here love comics. Right. And what we see in comics, we're like, man. <laughs> I was <just> like, <laughs> um uh, you know what we see in there is like, man, we would like to see that in live action as a fantasy because it's like we want uh-huh. it to be real. And then when you, you don't get it, that's where the nerd rage comes out, where it's like, this is the shit. This is what you like the costume. You know, the, the fucking race swapping. At this point, I'm not. I don't even really talk about race swapping. If I don't cry myself to sleep after that episode where <laughs> that kid yells, "Daddy," then this the show fails. Uh-huh. Like this is the shit. The, the heart, the soul of the story is what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those, those shapes are definitely not the same. Not the same. <laughs> Honestly, like I love that kid's look. Like I, I like it. I like like yeah, yeah. The aesthetic and if if that if they could manage those emotional scenes with that kid and that cast, look, mm-hmm. I I think they're it's gonna be a, a brilliant show. But that that's the thing. I, Man, I gotta get that Hollywood clout so that I can like make some of these decisions and tell them like, "Hey, you're fucking up," you know? Like, right. At least I could bring you guys. So I could yell at you what? guys in front of them, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we we better uh, we better get this shit right." Yeah. Right. What service network is showing this one? Uh, Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I remember, um, there's that. I guess. There's yeah, I well you know it's the production companies because I don't know I don't know if Netflix Studios is putting it together, but it could be. But sometimes you know they, they outsource shit out and it's Netflix original, but it's a different production that has the rights that's putting it together and sold it to Netflix, you know. Um yeah, there's video floating on the internet out there where Joe's asking me, is that gonna be good? <laughs> At the greatest convention of 2020, uh <laughs> Long Beach Comic Expo. And I'm like, no. And, and, and I think I talked about that scene, too, where it's like, it's just, if, I don't think they're going to capture that emotion. And then once I saw the trailer, I was like, fuck, I'm feeling that emotion just from looking at the trailer. So it's like, they, look, they might. They just might. I, I will say that I know for me watching it, the kid's face wasn't like a thing for me where I was like, okay, I'm out. And And I did recognize the fact that like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I mean, obviously the kid is definitely, like, does have a round face. And Sweet Tooth, like, famously does not 
Yeah. That's a big it 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 is a big aesthetic change because it's like and you know, Jeff Lemire's art is stylized and we all get that and we know that like no one's gonna look like that in real life, but you can find a kid with a sharper chin or 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 a chin at all. <laughs> you know, this is not the fat this is not to fat shame this child. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say like, oh hey man. You need to be looking like this. I'm not saying that. The kid is a kid. Like, you know, like, as a kid, you could look like that and grow up to be, you know, whatever. Like, no, it's nothing. Like, it's not even like, you know, it's just one of those things where it's interesting that in their minds, like the the minds of the people that producing this show and casting this show, they were like, this is the best choice. Because it is like, like, obviously opposite of what probably any of the other fans of the comic were expecting. So, I think it will be one of those things that remains to be seen when you watch the performance. Because I feel like if you're a fan of the comic, there are going to be people that are like, "Hey, if you're not going to look like Sweet Tooth, you need to act like Sweet Tooth." God damn it! And maybe the kid will. I'm, you know, I don't know. Because yeah. I, I, I know, like, if it was me in the casting chair, and I'm like, do I want someone that looks like Sweet Tooth but can't act like Sweet Tooth? Or do I want somebody that can act like Sweet Tooth but doesn't look like Sweet Tooth? I'm probably going to pick someone that can act like Sweet Tooth over someone that looks like them to a degree. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> he looks like a churro. He, he he does in fact look like a cherub. Yeah. You like know, I, the the traditional the like or I'm sorry the popular culture version of a cherub, not the biblical version. Yeah, <laughs> right. The biblical version has like the head of a lion and the cock of yeah. a deer or some shit. Biblical cherubs are a whole different thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, yeah. but biblical cherub—that's the source material, goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. If they could do like a a, a good adaptation of the Bible. Like that, no one wants to see that. All those gangbangs and, and incest and all that. It's, it's, Game of it's Game of Thrones. In a lot Nobody of ways, you are correct. Nobody yeah. will sign off yeah. on that. But yeah, man, it's it's one of these what? things where like I would definitely pick someone that that looks like, or I'm sorry, that that acts like Sweet Tooth over someone that looks like Sweet Tooth. But I'm sure there's like some lanky child that didn't get the part that's like, dude, what are you doing? His parents like, talked them for months to get the role in. Right. <laughs> it feels malnourished. Like, I, I, I miss so many meals. <laughs> <laughs> I miss so many meals. Um, but then, what like, thing? like, looking at that spectrum, like, did they act good? No, because they were starving. Or like, monotone through the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, nurse is like, oh, so honestly, honestly, though, like a monotone Fitu, like you know, he he has exciting moments, but a lot of the series is walking in the wasteland. Like it reminds me a lot of Fallout in a way, and you know, it's you know, so he doesn't. Doesn't need a lot of theatrics when it comes to performance of Sweet Tooth. It's more right. the emotional scenes, and that's what's really right. that's where I'm scared. But I'm hopeful because I got the feeling in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, so right, right. That's where I'm hopeful. Um, 
One thing I'm worried about is if they canceled, like they canceled Falcon and Winter Soldier with the virus storyline, because that's that's a big part of Sweet Tooth is a virus that wipes out humanity, right? And doesn't affect the hybrid kids, and they're the new race. They mentioned that in the commercial. Yeah, again, like I don't know. (laughs) I'm I'm nervous and. There's a what's another thing I'm nervous about? Oh, the kid growing up. Like if they're gonna <laughs> if they're gonna rush a lot of things, mm-hmm. and uh, which with YouTube, I don't. It's not that it drags on, but it is a monthly thing. I think I think they can do the whole series in four seasons, mm-hmm. and if they could shoot them while the kid's still young, <laughs> like <laughs> I, that'd be amazing. But because I, it's gonna be weird with him, like. Jepper, help me. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> a, well, listen, you didn't realize that's exactly what Sweet, Sweet Tooth sounded like in the comic all this time. You just read it wrong. I, I didn't get the, the audio cue. <laughs> no. This show's going to go on for so long, his, his kid is actually going to take over. Like That kid's going to grow up, have another kid. Well, that's, that's going to be Sweet, Sweet Tooth. That's what... Uh, that, yeah, that's Sweet Tooth The Return, the Black Label series. <laughs> and then there's also uh, um, there's um, uh, Instagram comic of Sweet Tooth as a grown ass man and it, comic? yeah like he just he goes for those of you wondering what happened to Sweet Tooth and he just drew a picture of him like in the wilderness with his kid so it takes place Jeff Lemire the- did that? yeah yeah oh wow and then that's how he teased the return um, so it kind of connects, but I haven't read the return enough to see that part of it. But gotcha. it, it's it doesn't happen in the book at all. It's like something between. Like he's like, oh, I'm dabbling of giving you a sequel. Here's a yeah, and we'll see. And then uh, for those of you who want to get into the series and stuff, in June sixth, I think they're doing the sequels compendium, the whole series in one in one book. For like wow. sixty bucks, or it might it actually might be less because I think you get the whole series for eighty bucks, individual comic. So it might be like thirty bucks or something. But we'll see. I, I, I'm excited and scared, and I really, I really don't want to hate this one, you know. But I can't help it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not, you know. Uh, the agony yeah. of life. Well, I'm glad you really enjoyed the trailer because that's going to make the, the disappointment of the actual show so much sweeter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just reveling in the hate. He's like, oh, it's going to be so awesome. I, 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 know, I know it's coming. I'm just, you know, I'm waiting for it. Mm-hmm. Ready. I'm, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I, was just, I was just like the real life. I'm just here waiting for the comments. I'm just here for the comments. <laughs> What's the worst like adaptation look? <laughs> Sweet tooth, chubby cheek, or preacher with the beard and goatee? <laughs> like, I like. I'm gonna go like just what I saw and what I've read. I believe that that like Sweet Tooth will be a a closer adaptation. In regards to source material, than than preacher was. That, that's the, what I believe. The look, just the look of the character, because I know they're they're different looks, and they they garner some criticism I, even here. I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give Sweet Tooth the like. If you're talking about strictly aesthetic, I'm still yeah. gonna give it to Sweet Tooth. Okay. Because I could I could see 
somebody looking at the preacher from the TV show. And if you take like the the thing, the like like metal tips off the collar. Yeah. I don't know that someone knows that that's preacher from the comic. Yeah. I feel like the metal tips is what solidifies it. Where you're like, oh well, what other preacher has those? I'll ask. I'll ask my wife if it was the metal tips that gave it away. (laughs) She literally walked in, saw the dude on screen, and knew it was preacher immediately. Yeah, but it's it's not the hair, and it's not the way the guy looks because the guy has like a, a a much fuller beard than preacher does. It's like. I mean, I guess technically he has like you know the 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 collar, yeah, but the but, right? Exactly. So like, so <laughs> I, I'm this is what I'm saying. So I'm saying like I think it's the metal tips, and I feel like that's what somebody like you look at that and you're like, oh, that's preacher, or you or you ask the question, is this preacher? Because you're like, what other preacher do you know that has those metal tips on the collar? I need, I need to get those metal tips. Yeah. And maybe, and, and you know, maybe that's a, a Texas thing. I don't know. Like, I'm not from Texas, so I don't it, know. It is. It is. Cause it, it's that, um, like, workwear, like, cowboy chic, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm saying, like, in Texas, you might look at that and be like, well, everybody has that. So it's, it's just like a, a, like every minister t- has that. So it doesn't matter. I don't know which minister this is. I don't know what preacher this is because every preacher wears that. But I feel like if you don't, if you're not from Texas, you look at that, and you're like, that's the, that's preacher. My my dream casting for Jesse Custer was always Matthew McConaughey, and uh, what black hair? Yeah, or even just brunette, like just the dark, dark brown hair. Like the hair color is not that big a deal because even with the uh, the girl, uh, I forget her name, Tulip, Tulip, like the girl they got to play. She looks nothing like the art, Mm-mm. and she's even a different race. Right. But some of those things, some of those expressions in her eyes look like in the comic. And she got like, those crazy tulip eyes. Yeah, and like she has those expressions in the face, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll accept it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, look, I don't realize Matthew. That's is that his natural hair color? Yeah. Oh, that is pretty dark. I didn't realize it was that dark. Matthew McConaughey has a big forehead. I didn't realize that either. Just like Jesse. <laughs> You're right. No, no. Look, listen. He he's a much better pick than I would have realized before this picture came up. Like yeah. he even has the Jesse Custer beard here. <laughs> yeah. Like from the comic. Like you know, in like that one of the things. Where I'm like, I I was like, huh. This guy has a different, like a different beard, and I'm not gonna be like, oh well, I'm not gonna watch it because his beard's too full. Like, <laughs> I, like I'm like that's a weird statement just in and of itself. But I can recognize the idea that somebody that's like a big fan of preacher might be like, what's this whole full beard thing? <laughs> you know, because in the comic, that's not what he has. He has like what looks like six o'clock shadow. You know, actually made a similar complaint when uh, the voice came out on Amazon. Oh yeah, right, right. Well, I mean, yeah, no, but and and I can totally see that because oh boy, like, I mean, the dude in the boys is is clean shaven, right? Mm-hmm. Did, right. Did you say six o'clock shadow? 
Yeah, because yeah. it's it's not five o'clock. Yeah. It's 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 further than that. Yeah. It, might, it actually might be eight o'clock shadow, goddamn. All right, my bad. All right, all right, continue. Yeah, right. No, absolutely. It's not five o'clock shadow. This fool's not like, oh man, hey, it's the end of the day. It grew in a little bit. I gotta shave tonight or tomorrow morning. It's like you missed a day? <laughs> like, you know, it's like my guy, like, who decided this? It's 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 worse than Negan. <laughs> when it was like we we're like Negan, like why does this guy have a beard? Like, yeah. and I understand like you know Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, okay, he's like I have a beard, but you're playing a character. Like you shaved it before. <laughs> but lol, the clock shadow. And I'm just like, look, Jeffrey Dean Morgan just decided I don't want to be a clean shaven dude. I like my beard. He like, like well then he like shaves for one episode and then it's it's back right. Back. Right, and as I'm saying, it's like, dude, if you're gonna, if you're gonna commit to the role, my guy, commit to the role. That's all I'm saying. Like Negan doesn't have this beard that you have, or at least not in the beginning. You know, at some like maybe at some point, like at least play the role that you're supposed to play at first, and then negotiate for the beard later. Because we'll all be like, oh, well, that guy's great. He's Negan, and you know, I guess technically, maybe look. Maybe Jeffrey D. Morgan just has a lot more confidence in himself than the rest of us do. Because I was like, I would like him to be clean shaven, because that's what Negan looks like. But he's like, no, I could be Negan even with the beard. And oh, okay. And it turned out, I guess maybe I was wrong, because I think most people thought of him as Negan. Even, but but most people didn't read the comic either, though. So I don't know. I, I wasn't angry at him, but it was one of the like the, the small gripes where I'm like. He's good at, as Negan, but he'd be better if he was clean shaven. Son of a bitch. <laughs> the only guy in the post apocalypse that would be clean shaven. Like, that's a power thing. It's a right, power exactly. Thing. <laughs> right. This fool has a straight razor somewhere. He's not going yeah. to, like, he's not buying Gillette from the store. He has somebody that shaves him and he's too, cared, he's too scared to kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, someone and it's too scared to kill him. No, that's what's real. Yeah. Right. This is the only fool in the apocalypse with a friggin' baby face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Before we get into, uh, you know, we're running out of time here. I do, yeah. I would like to get, at the very least, a real quick impression of you guys' uh, resident alien opinions, but I have to get to a Mo deal. What? A birthday mo deal for me to you. I'm saving you money. And Here comes the money. Here we go. Mo money, mo money, mo money, mo money. money. Dollar, dollar. I love and, it. Yeah. So this mo deal is for Marvel Unlimited. This is a, a year subscription. You can get sixty for sixty bucks. You get a whole year to Marvel Unlimited. It is the uh, uh, the the borrow streaming service for comics that Marvel has, and you get everything. And I'm gonna share a couple uh, screens here with you because I actually did a mo deal for my friend Lloyd <laughs> while we hung out yesterday in person. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna give you the mo deal. I'm gonna give tomorrow, and it, the the deal's good till the end of May. Uh, so you got a few more weeks. Um, but let me see here. Where is? No, that's not. <laughs> I like this. I like this. This, this live for us. We'll do yes. This. Uh, that's 
Uh oh, Hex is disturbed. Look at his face. <laughs> Hex like, where's this whole deal? I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting yeah. for it. Yeah. Okay, I'll do the entire screen. The mouse took it away already. Okay. The <laughs> All right. So this is uh this is a text I got. Uh, my friend Lloyd, he's like, oh, I signed up. I'm paying, you know, the monthly thing. Like, no, 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 cancel that. And it, so if you have the monthly thing, you can actually cancel it and use the code I'm going to give you and get the year for 60 bucks. It says here, I was able to switch over to the $60 annual deal. And then uh, I said, tight. <laughs> and then the, uh, I, I recommend it because he's like, I don't know what to read for Marvel now because I, I'm so behind and I don't know what to pick up. And I suggested that that slot uh, Fantastic Four run. Even though it garnered a lot of criticism, people didn't like it. But he, you know, we like that slot already, and we like the Fantastic Four. So we give it a shot. And uh, it turns out he 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 loves it. <laughs> so um, and and then you know he wants to re- he's going to read this High Republic comic, and then uh, the code is right here. It's uh, MU save sixty. Use that code at checkout. Nice. You get a year for sixty bucks. And uh, you know. In pandemic times, you can't get to the com- to the comic book shop. Like you're gonna get have digital comics taken with you, you know. And uh, they're always updating, and it, it's a good service. Um, DC has something similar, the the DC uh, Infinite. And um, if you have the DC Universe app from back in the day, it turned into Infinite, <laughs> and it's all the right. Comic- and uh, I think it's seven ninety nine. I don't, I'm trying to get a deal for them from them so I can share with you, but we'll get there. But yeah. Moses Magnum, this has been a mo deal. There it is. Lloyd is correct. The the High Republic comic, well, the High Republic novel is good, even though I'm not finished with it yet. So I can't say in its totality, but thus far, it's been really good. And the comic is good, too. So, you know, for those that may wonder, <laughs> you know, I, it's interesting though. I will say, like, I don't know how far he is in is is in on that hand slot Fantastic Four run. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Fantastic Four <laughs> run. Yeah, right, right. right. The right Fantastic Four. <laughs> it started strong for me, but ultimately it fizzled out. As far as I was concerned, I, I did pick it back up during Empire just to kind of be like, oh, well, you know, it kind of it all ties in. So I'm like. You know, and those were good issues too. It's like it's not that it's 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 not that it's bad because it's not a bad run. It's just that you know what what I loved about reading Dan Slott's writing was more about like how much love he has for particular characters. His like his She Hulk run, his Spider Man run are so classic because of the. I feel like the the amount of admiration he has for those particular characters for some reason, and it doesn't come through in the same way for Fantastic Four or for Iron Man. I was looking forward to both of them, and you know, Iron Man was the more interesting of the two, but even then, it was still kind of like, ah, oh, you know, like, I feel like Fantastic Four isn't quite the right fit for him, unfortunately. Even well, though, that's he, kind like, of he, yeah, no good. No, no, you go ahead. Sorry, I'm gonna say even though like it has its moments where you're like, like I, I, I've read other like I dip back in every so often and I'm like this was good, you know, like it was a good issue, but you know it's like every so often it's like it's one of those things where it's weird because I'll like read something and be like you know what I should I should be reading this book 
and I'll buy like the next two issues. And like after like two issues, I'm like, I don't know if I need to read this again. And then <laughs> something happens event wise, and I'm like, well, let me go and check it out. And I read like an issue or two, and I'm like, oh, this is good. And then I keep reading it again. And I'm like, uh, you know, what? I don't know if I need to read this. I, I know, um, because he asked me, he goes, part of me doing that mode deal live in person, and you could get it too for the right price. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, was uh, you know we're eating and he's like you know before before I leave because yeah he, he, he had a time constraint and he's like can you tell me what to read now because I'm I can only read things from a certain point in time because I'm on Marvel Unlimited right and, uh, and I go you know honestly I would say go with like your Empire your uh, if you can get House of X yeah you know, good you know, I'm like yeah he can get all that he can get yeah. House and Powers yeah so and then I go those stuff that stuff is good and he's smarter than me so he'll love House of X me, oh I'm, dude it's yeah, so I'm, good I'm stupid but um but I, I also tell them uh you know surprising to me I said you know what do um you know the King and Black stuff like go back to mm-hmm. the yeah people Surfer. love that stuff it, it, people I mean people love it I, I'm not a big fan of a canole myself but um <laughs> but you know, like I can't deny that people love it, and and Donny yeah. Cates is a talented dude, so I'm sure there's yes. stuff there that I'm gonna like, even if I don't like Cano. And even with uh, his Silver Surfer run, uh, Silver Surfer Black, which kind of yeah. starts off the King in Black stuff a little right. bit, it shows you right. that part of it. I'm gonna read that, read that Silver Surfer, and then I tell him the Silver Surfer Dance slot run too. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the, the, that like that when you talk about how much love he has for a character, like that Silver Surfer, like he yeah. loves Silver Surfer. And, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's like he danced a lot of Mike Allred. Like he can't go wrong with that. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. And uh, so uh, yeah, so I, I just the King in Black was a surprise to me that I suggested, it, but I'm like, you know what? That's what people are spending money on. Like, give it a shot. Tell me what you think, and then mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> and I know, like, for me, like, I, I reluctantly read King in Black just because I was like, well, dude, it's like, it's like, you know me, like, usually I'm excited about the next Marvel event. Yeah. And King in Black was a thing for me where I was like, oh, well, you know, I get that people love symbiotes. But, I, you know, at this <laughs> point, I'm like, sure. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not really like, enthused about any of this and i'm like i'll mess with it just to kind of see what it is because it's like it's the next big marvel event and i i I bought every issue of king and black and read it and i did the venom tie-ins as well because it's it's venom so it's gonna be like you know substantive and uh you know i mean it was it was a cool little story it wasn't a thing for me where i was like oh man like this is what i've been waiting for but at the same time, I wasn't necessarily like all super in on Venom either. And yeah. so, you know, I feel, but there's like an audience, obviously, that was like all about the symbiotes and their lore and all that stuff. And it's like, hey, more power to them. It's like, everything's not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the same way, like, I, I like what's happening in with X-Men, with the Hickman era of X-Men is like, I'm all in for that. Like, I, like, I bought. No, I'm sorry. I didn't buy. Uh, I literally got at my. Huh? You stole? No, I didn't. Stole. I didn't stole. It was free. It was free. I I I yeah, got free. No, no, not no, not no. Air quotes. Actually, free at my shop. 
I get it. Air quotes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They actually had like little packets of like Krakoan seeds. Oh, and right. And I was just like, oh, dude, can I? I mean, there might still be some there. I can ask tomorrow. I could call them tomorrow and be like, hey, if there's more, can you save another two for me? Yeah. Because they had like literally like I it, and apparently it was something that came out that I didn't know about when House and Powers, you know, House of X and Powers of Ten came out. They like it was like a free giveaway thing, and apparently I guess they were like, oh, we had these in the back or something, and they're like, no, these are free. Like if you want them, take them. And I'm like, I could take one of each, and they're like, yeah. So I literally have a House of X and a Powers of Ten packet of actual what what says Krakoan seeds. But it's actually like, of course, some other actual seed. I, yeah, I don't remember. Can you get me like, because I want to have the packet, but I also want to grow them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I, I can. I will call them tomorrow yeah. and be like, hey, if you have like two more of those still, save them. And they'll hold them for me yeah. so you can have those. You got but it. I, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but at, at the very least, even if they're, if they're all gone, I'll give you one. Of the two I have, because I got one House of X and one Powers of Ten. I'll give you one of those if nothing else. Yeah, but our powers combined, right? But <laughs> but I love the Hickman era of X Men. And yeah. look, there's Hickman some X Men fans that are not about it at all. They're just like, no, this sucks. But and Hickman era of things are are is great, even if you don't like it. Like you can't deny the greatness. It, it's th- that's kind of how I feel with. Uh, with King and Black, where it's like, people, there's people that love it, like right, and, and, and I guess people. that's what it was. Yeah, and they're paying money for comics, <laughs> like right, I'm mad at it. Like right. I, I cannot like it, but I can't be mad at it, and I gotta respect it. Right, and I feel you know, but it, it's interesting to see where it's just like, hey, like I can't be mad at like the people that like it just because I'm like, I don't know, it doesn't seem like that that like. It's not like it's bad because I read them and you know they're interesting enough. I was like, you know, like I didn't feel like, oh man, like here I go. Like I didn't feel like I was wasting my money. I was just like, I'm not as interested in this particular story as some other stories, and that's what it boiled down to. At the end of the day, I was, you know, the like King of like King of Black was five issues, and that was like it for as far as like the main line thing. And I was like, okay, I read issue five, and I was like, oh, that's a cool like little conclusion. You know, but like I've read other Donny Cates stuff that I was more impressed with. Like his his Thor, in my opinion, was a better story than King and Black. Yeah, and that's that's what uh what he's like. Oh yeah, they're saying his Thor was really good. And I'm like, you know what? I, I hear that too. But King and Black's the one making the money. <laughs> right? No, no, absolutely. And his Venom, like people are like all all about it. Yeah. But at the same time, like I'm telling you, like I know longtime X Men fans that are like. It feels like the X-Men are villains in the Hickman era. But at the same time, it's like it's a matter of perspective. Like yeah. if well, if you don't understand what it's like to be a, a part of an oppressed group and you decide to like take that power back, yeah. you know, you might be like, why can't they just understand the status quo? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. well. Because that's well, not beneficial we, to them. Yeah, we see it a lot in our own history <laughs> without mutants. <laughs> yeah. Right, no, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It's like you know, the Black Panther Party and things like right. that. Or even, right. you know, uh, BLM Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, 
Well, Scott Summers was like, did you think we were just going to take this all this time? Yeah. You know, you didn't think that at some point we would just be like, no more? It's like, I feel that in my soul. <laughs> you know, like, that's not even like comic books for me. That's like, dude, like, yeah. And, you know, but there are other people that are like, oh, man, I think they're the bad guys now. <laughs> and they're like, okay, like, yeah, I get why you would think that. <laughs> that's all there is to it. Like, okay, no, I, I understand why you might feel that way. You know, but yeah. So let's talk about Resident Alien. Yeah. Oh man. Resident Alien. We we reviewed the first episode here. Uh we, we talked about it extensively on Tudix on Tudic. Um Tudix <laughs> <laughs> on Tudic is the is the premier imaginary podcast. Everyone knows everyone that knows anything about imaginary podcasts knows mean that. imaginary. I'm sorry. Uh uh it's there. What's the right word? No, what's what's the right word? Uh, not eclectic. No, no. Uh, uh, I can't remember the word. Tudic, I'm sorry. Tudic exists. It's just all transcribed and it's all text with me and Oz about how awesome. <laughs> that is. And then one day we're gonna hire actors to read the text. You know. No, I know the word esoteric. Esoteric. Yeah. Is is the the premier esoteric podcast? It's only it's only for a select few. Yeah, if you know, you know. If you right, (laughs) fantastic forum black label. (laughs) Fantastic forum only fans. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, you know, we love the comic. Uh, I interviewed (laughs) Peter Hogan. We played this on our show in the past, and Mm -hmm. it's it's been a comic that is part of Fantastic Forum history in a way because it's one of those comics where we all (laughs) like, yeah. It was the fastest review. It took 15 minutes. We all loved it. We all enjoyed yeah. it. We all gave yeah. it anywhere from four to five. And uh, the series came to a conclusion. And it, it, it was a great series until I had a little itch, a little a little itch around the ring of my bung that just didn't let, didn't let me sit right with the show. The, the ring of your what? My bung, the butthole. You know... You're sitting, you're sitting pretty, watching and enjoying the show, and then you got an itch in your ass. You can't get comfortable. That that's the what I had, because the show is a murder mystery where the character watches murder mysteries to learn about humanity, mm-hmm. and then the murder mystery like just becomes a not part of the character's motivation. The alien, and it's just solved and and by somebody else, and then. At the end, they just show you what happened. Who knows where it goes from here? But it's like it has like nobody really solved it, <laughs> yeah. And it's like it, it's ridiculous. And it's like yeah, you know, this is where like there's things in comics. Like the whole time we're reviewing this series, we're like, well, this show's good, and it's not like the comic, but it has that spirit. And, and it's like, yeah, but it, it, at this point, that, it lost the soul <laughs> of what the comic is. It's like why bother with the murder mystery? Uh, at all at that point, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's where I'm at with the series now. Now I still enjoyed the finale. <laughs> I, yeah. I, those last three episodes were were, were amazing, uh, but they had nothing to do with the comics. <laughs> hey. I, I mean, think, I, I feel where you're coming from. I think in the comic they saw that they solved the the doctor's murder like by the end of the first issue. 
Yeah, it, it, but and that's the thing. It's like here they they throw it out in this other thing, and then it doesn't even become part of the aliens' uh, whole dynamic. Yeah, that that last episode was so sad, though. Yeah, they almost cried. Dude was about to go home, and like he was looking forward. Oh, I'm gonna see my my wife and my kids, and then you know, little bastard ruins everything. <laughs> Wait, what? You, you gotta go get close to your mic. Jay, what happened to you? Yeah, lean in. Or bring it up. How's that? A little better. Yeah. This is why dead. Yeah. He's not going to see her. I thought she's still alive in the show. No, no. she's dead. She her body uh, was Acidified when oh, because it gets ripped apart when she gave birth, yeah. But still, like, kid 68 or whatever, like, he was looking forward to seeing that one. You mean 62? See, yeah. What are the between 50 and, and 82 are kind of the range of, of his favorite kids? Yeah, <laughs> that was close. That's close enough. Like he, he can't he can't keep track of his kids. You expect me to do it? <laughs> the uh me. What's up? They didn't even get the right person for the murder. Like when you say the right person, you mean like not the person that it was in the book? No, in the show. They got the woman, but it wasn't her. It was the guy. Okay. They 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 caught the woman. I think. I think what's gonna end up happening is she's the one that put the guy up to it. But yeah, they, they do show. I the last episode shows the guy whose body he took over. Actually, putting the poison in the in the shot and like, the the poison that ends up killing the doctor was put there by the guy whose body he takes over. And honestly, that last episode, I thought that was going to go somewhere, but that's it. They don't ever talk about it again. So I'm hoping that's the season two thing that they were setting up, but it was really weird. Because to show it and then not do anything with it is kind of awkward. But do they show it before the last episode? In the last episode, the opening. Is uh, what what what's the doctor's name? Tudyk's character, Harry. Right. Yeah, he. They show him actually putting the poison. Right. In the insulin shot or however however. It was right. Done. But in the last episode. Yeah, and then. But but it's the beginning of the last. Episode. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's the cold open whatever the. Right. Are. Right. And then they, they, nothing is ever like it has nothing to do with anything in that last episode. Yeah, I thought, I thought they were gonna. I thought that was gonna be a, a thing, but yeah, they don't. They don't talk about it. They don't mention it. The wife that was uh, that was cheating on her husband, and I guess would have been, which I think put him up to it, is already been arrested. She's not even mentioned in this episode. I don't think. Right. It did make me feel better about him getting killed, though. <laughs> 
I mean, I guess that, that might be the point. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it, it just feels like something that I it should have been a plot point in this last episode. Now, the, what they did with the episode was was great. I enjoyed it, and I'm glad they didn't waste time with that. But why even like save that for season two? I mean, maybe they're trying to anticipate people, or, or, or like make it so that people anticipate the next season to see how those things resolve. I'll be honest, I wasn't even thinking about that at the end of that. <laughs> That's fair. That was, I love that Joe. Right, right. That's what I love about Joe. Right. I love how we offered his leftover pizza to Asha. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. So my, my favorite episode is still where he spits on the kid. <laughs> when, they going, when, when they start doing the whole thing where like the, the little girl's like, "Well, I didn't, I, I, I didn't bury him." I like the the back and forth of of him coming up with how he's gonna dance on this kid's grave, or, or spit on the grave, and then the girl tries to like outsmart him by, "Oh, well, I didn't actually bury him. He was cremated." Oh, well, I'll find you after. And for him to just like fuck it and just spits on the kid knobs like, I got him. And then the look on her face too, like, like I, don't, I don't know what just happened. It was oh man. This um, is funny. One of the things that makes this show great is that yeah, it's about this alien living among humans that's becoming human. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only reason he wants to get back to his kid sixty-eight or sixty-two. Is because he has human emotions for that kid that'll have nothing for him. Yeah, but that's part of being human. And uh, but it's the 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 ensemble cast of people, and mm-hmm. you know that that proposal of the sheriff wanting the deputy to come back to work was fucking amazing. And that I love that sheriff. Like I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's hilarious. I I want to meet him in person and give him a mobile over a beer, <laughs> because he, uh, he he's like he's like he can sing, he can beatbox, <laughs> he can just say the like I I'm willing to bet that there's a blooper reel of him like saying all this crazy shit like how he says it and not even laughing because right. like right. he believes what he says like the goddamn kids like what he says like I saved that kid from. Playing with that car and getting hit by a motherfucking car, <laughs> like yeah, when he when he bought the little Hot Wheel from the instead of the kid getting it, yeah. <laughs> and he just says that it's like, dude, that that that's a real per- that character is a real person, <laughs> like yeah. Not that I met anybody like that, like it, that he, that actor makes that character a real person to me. Mm-hmm. And that that's something like I, I mean. They can't give an award for that. <laughs> There's no, you know, it's like best actor in a TV series, and somebody else is going to get it instead of him because he's not the leading dude. But really, like, he's doing it better than half the people on every other show. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, I have a question for you guys. The episode where where uh, the alien is talking to the octopus. I love that. It was he really talking to the octopus, or was he just high as hell? No, they, the way they did it, it could go either way. I felt like the octopus was an alien. Yeah. Okay. No, well, the octopus is what 
on his planet, like the same species that they evolved from, they just didn't get a chance to evolve on Earth. But when he's talking to it, that dude is higher than he's ever been in his life. So it could have easily just been him hallucinating. It's true. It's kind of how it's played off in the episode where everybody's like, oh, he's just sitting there talking to the octopus because he's high. Joe, what are you? Uh, I would have said, I was going to say, it could. I would have thought it could be either way until he mentioned that he was descendant from octopus, uh, octopuses. Octopi. Then I, that kind of locked it in for me. Is that conversation really happening? Yeah, I've always like wanted to talk to octopi, octopus eyes, but um, like, it, so I want to, I want to think that he did talk to it. Like, I and love that's like my, one of my favorite animals, and I hate it because I love them. They're so smart. I love watching them, but they're so delicious. <laughs> I feel so bad. Like every time I eat one, I feel so bad. But it's just so. You good. gotta, you gotta eat that. And I forget, it's got a name, but I forget it right now. Where it's, it's octopus dish. Uh-huh. They, they put either like a soy sauce with a lemon on it. Yeah, it's the muscle, so it looks like it's moving. The soy sauce. Yeah, it starts yeah. like crawling around like it's alive. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I hate that I love octopi so much that I, I respect them as a, as a creature. And it's funny because, you know, the whole idea that they're alien to Earth is something that's not too strange in science. Um, they, even the way they explain it to show is kind of like the dumbed down version of how a lot of scientific theories of it comes. And it, it's... Um, it's also the fish that has the, the the sea life that no matter how much pollution has happened, they're not going extinct. They're not the, they're flourishing with this pollution, and there's something to be learned and studied. And you know, if if somebody wants to study octopi DNA and see how we can become better <laughs> life forms on Earth, and, and then let me eat all of them after, uh, I'll be you know it'll be an awesome birthday for me. <laughs> Hilarious. Like, I would hate to talk to one because it's like, dude, like, man, you're a cool guy. You mind if I eat one of your arms real quick? <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah, the, <laughs> I think the last issue of the last of the final series comes out next week, I think, of Resident Alien. Or it was supposed to be the, the oh, final. Okay. Series. Sorry, uh, I was waiting for you to like bring it back to Octopi. No, <laughs> I, I was going back to Resident Alien. Sorry, yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it is delicious, though. I agree with yeah. you. Uh-huh, no, <laughs> but yeah. So I was just like, you know, it's crazy because I, I did start that series, but I haven't, I haven't kept up. And so I'm like, yeah, it's, it's cool because. Like, I mean, they've said, I, I guess he's like, hey, I don't need to make any more comics because I'm cashing, you know, TV checks now. So, yeah, that got renewed for another season, too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy for Peter Hogan, too. Like, even that's one of those, like, even with the bastardizations, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I, I can't be mad because he's a good dude. He's he put his dudes in comics and. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I'm just mad Disney didn't do it where he could have gotten mad money or just a thank you. <laughs> but it'd be Disney. Because, <laughs> you know, Disney does some fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, man. Like, I was going to save it for news, but yeah, they, they really fucked over Amphibia. Yeah. How? Oh, I don't want to interrupt, but basically. <laughs> Well, Hex had a story, too, so let's all give our story about Disney. So, uh, basically, the Amphibia season finale, like, they've been hyping it for, like, weeks now, um, promoting it. It was all set to air. Then at the last minute, they pull it from the schedule. Uh, We don't know why. We don't know how. or like We don't really know why they did it, but they did it. And the creator is like, well, okay, you know, everyone, they pulled it, uh, you know, but it's cool. We're going to get a new time slot. Uh, Everything's going to be cool. And then the episode leaks on digital platforms, uh, specifically iTunes. Okay. So the crew is like, dude, you pulled our shit for whatever reason, and then you let it leak. Like, you pull it at the last minute just to let it leak. And it's like, you know, it if it's kind of messed up, like all their work and shit, and yeah, like to have this fucked up release over a schedule change that was like, like they don't say why it happened, so we don't really know. Like, there's a lot of things we don't know, but it was just kind of fucked up, like to do that. Right, right. You know, the creator was obviously like pissed um but he kind of calmed down but then you had like other people like being pissed on his behalf uh dana terrace the creator of the outhouse and uh the person uh, she also worked on gravity falls was kind of like no disney fucked up like this is some bullshit and then you had uh olin olin rogers the creator of Final Space saying, hey, calm down, you know, Disney can still fuck you, like, you don't want to be mad, like, they can still fuck you over harder. And... Oh, oh yeah. yeah <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt Braley, that's the creator of Amphibia, has kind of been like, hey, if you're a fan, please, please don't watch the leaks, just watch it when it officially airs, mm-hmm. uh, whenever that is. But it, it's just so fucked up. Like, right. Like, they've been promoting it literally for like over a month. Like, wow. uh, they've been doing so much to lead up to this finale. And uh, as far as like promotions, like, they even scheduled like a pre show. Like, Matt Braley put together like a pre show. They were going to do games and contests and QA. And it was just. Disney just pulled it last minute. Wow. Digital networks. So no one knows why yet? Uh, They haven't said why. Like, they might know. Um, The only thing we've been told uh, by Matt Braley is that it wasn't the fault of another show. Okay. Um, Because I think some people were blaming the ghost of Molly McGee because they did a halfway to Halloween marathon on that day. 
and other people were blaming Big City Greens. I'm not sure why. But he basically said, no, they, they didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, it was something else. Uh, don't be mad at those shows. And he did not say what exactly happened. It's, it's kind of silly to blame another show when there's somebody in charge of all, all the programming for the day. Right. That's true. Hey, right. hey, you say that until until you know your favorite comics gets canceled because the team is the same team working on Ultimate War uh Echo. <laughs> <Like, laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm so mad at Steampunk for not ending. <laughs> like Chris Chalo's drawing Ultimate War. Just like cocksucker. Like <laughs> book. Which one? Ultimate War? No, Steampunk. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I still look. At, I still have every issue, and, and I, I found a signed copy by it was signed by Richard Starkings and Richard Friend, <laughs> the inker and the letterer, and it was the preview like called Catechism, and it was like the the Bible for the book, like it, some promotional thing. I found it in the quarter box. <laughs> Man, really. Yeah, so it's one of my most treasured possessions because I'm a fan of Richard Friend and Cordoba in the Cordoba been signed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. I I because th- you know it's a book that look. There's a reason why they jumped over That's the Ultimate cool. War because you know it not it, it was a hard book. Like visually, Chris Machado did his thing and. It, it, people people weren't ready for that. Now that's what you get is this jumbled art and it's tight. But back in the nineties, it's like, uh, you know, we need we need the big muscles and small ankles, but we need to not see the ankles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that this was like a panoramic worldview with intense detail in one panel. <laughs> yeah. I mean? yeah. But yeah, and then uh, Heck actually shared a story with us with Disney, like trying not to pay people. Oh yeah, what was that story, Heck? I didn't read it. I just said, you know, he's <laughs> um, I don't even have it up. That was like that feels like a month ago. Was it? Uh, that that no, it was like that was like three days like, ago. I think maybe it was like a week or two. Yeah, yeah. Because they're actually what it is is they're finally paying people, so their stock is going to go down. That's just life. Yeah, it's like I listen. As long as we're being fair, folks, I will be okay. I think that Larry, as a member of the board, actually made it happen, and that's where the stock is. (laughs) Don't have a best person on your board. Like it's Money Magnum. I I don't think Larry has that much. Oh, he I got that clout. I, I don't I think Larry has clout. that much pool. I got, I got that. The, the mouse has too much. Yeah. People I like got that, that Disney influence. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Like it. I mean, oh. I, I just like I'm hoping everybody does the right thing, and just like you know, so it doesn't have to be beef anymore. Honestly, it's like, like I remember when we were talking about, uh. About friggin', um, you know, the, doing the the Winter Soldier story, and about Brubaker, and about how he made more money off of his like 
cameo than he does off of actually the, the creating the Witcher Soldier. It's like, you know, that's one of those things where that's not cool. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know, if somebody contributes to the greater, you know, like the tapestry of comic book canon, it's like that person should be rewarded for that, for that contribution, especially when it like you know that it like we knew it had legs when it happened in the comic you know it was like wow this is an amazing thing that has happened and it was done so masterfully and so artfully that people deserve recognition but when that jumps from the page into other mediums whether that be animation or it's uh uh television movies shoot even plays it's like give the people that made that stuff initially give them their due so they can be happy and it's not even like you know like if they had treated people right from the start it wouldn't have gotten to the point where they all are like ganging together to try to like get their money because they see the deep pockets now you know it's like treat them well from the start it's it's, i guess the super too long don't read version is that when disney took over they quit honoring a, a lot of the contracts that a lot of writers already had with stuff that mm. already got put out, like the royalty stuff. So oh, Disney see? just like, yeah. So Disney that, quit doing royalties. But but that's the thing where it's like there should be somebody on the pro- publishing side that should be like, we can't do this, you know. And at least at that, and, and it's not to say that you know. I mean, maybe there was somebody. I don't, who knows? For all we know, like, there was somebody and he got fired. <laughs> right. Exactly. It, 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 it's it's the thing. It's like you got to play ball with the big boss. Like you, yeah. It, 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 at that point, the head of Marvel becomes middle management, and right. somebody that's been in that type of position in the past, it's like I used to tell my people, "Look, I'm gonna give you shit because they give me shit. So do your shit, so they don't give me shit, and I won't give you shit." Right, right. And that's really it. And it's like if you don't like it, like uh, this is bad. They got real mad at me on both the, the workers and. Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're starting yeah. to cuss me out, and I'm like, "Look, if, if you don't like the way they're doing shit, why don't you take this fucking medical degree and go work somewhere else?" <laughs> and uh, they got mad because I was shaming them for not going to college. I'm like, "Not my fault. You, you're a fucking idiot." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There and, it yeah. is. I got. I got. I got. Look, that's why I work for myself now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And your boss no, man, is a dick. Yeah, my boss, my boss is still a dick, but he gave me the day off yesterday and he let me go home early today. Woo! Yeah. There it is. Happy birthday. Hooray for that guy. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, it, like you should just honor whatever agreements were set beforehand. Because, you know, it's not like, you know, I get it. Like, if you're like, well, hey, we didn't make that agreement. I hear that, but if you can understand why that agreement was made beforehand, it's like you just continue to honor it because why wouldn't you? It was fair then, so that means it's fair now. So you know, but you know, I like. I guess it's it's all a decision for individuals to make in that moment. I guess, but one one thing Disney did do right is because there was a weird thing because. Like the show Modern Family mm-hmm. was made by Fox, but it's broadcast by Disney. Mm-hmm. So when that came over, that's a contract that they had that 
for streaming things and, and uh, it was in limbo, so nobody had it. And I know, you know, I talked about the Mo deal, what, two years ago, where right before the last season, you could get all 10 seasons for 100 bucks on iTunes. And I, I did I chose not to do it because I'm like, well, Disney's going to buy Fox and it, it, it'll be everywhere. And then it wasn't. But <laughs> so I was mad. And it's like, I wish I would have bought it. But um, now they, they figured it out, you know, <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, let's fix this. Instead of like figure out people's royalty contracts, <laughs> so now mm. we have all Modern Family on Hulu, <laughs> and uh, I've been watching it. It's awesome. <laughs> there yeah. it is. There it is. Yeah, because even in that situation, like books, can eat ass on that one. Yeah, you know some people like eating ass. Hey, who doesn't? <laughs> Shut up, Larry. You're lying. I literally didn't say anything. Like you literally have a shit eating grin. <laughs> That's hilarious. Got him. All right. What else do we need to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, I, I don't I think I'm I'm as far as show stuff goes, I'm out. If we want to do news, we can. I'm I'm down. I, I probably need to take another shot or something, <laughs> but uh, but I'm good. It's up to you guys. Y'all got some news to talk about? No. <laughs> <laughs> we could go into well, final thoughts, but you know, if you have drinks with you, take a shot with me. I'm gonna take my last shot of the night, woo, and let's uh, do it. Let's see, and we'll we'll do final thoughts as a post. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, I like it. I like it. Look, we we can see you in our minds putting your cup up too, Heck. I'm doing it. Yep, I believe you, it. You just can't see it because that little window is so small. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's like if, if they would only expand that circle. While y'all were talking, I bought the mental tips for my shirt. Did you really? Wow. <laughs> you don't live in Texas. Straight, direct from Texas. It is better than Texas. He's in, he's in middle America. I also looked up where the I can The real get, America. I can get tang near me. Direct from Texas. <laughs> so I'm out of gin, so it's time for bed over here. Boy. Dudes, have a good one. What? How did, how did she run? How did Black Compat run out of gin? It's in her now. It's a shortage because of COVID. <laughs> gin shortage. Everybody was getting gin and juice, or gin and tang. Laid back. That sounds gin good. and tang. What, what are gin you? Gin and tang you, you is not. You said oh, uh, you're mixing Bacardi with the tang, right? Yeah. Now is it Bacardi and tang powder, or is there water involved? It was oh. Tang already mixed. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. I like that. I, I'm just like, gin, gin and Tang is not a hit song. And, I can tell you that right and I now. Thought, I thought I poured heavy, and I didn't. But <laughs> so it was just but, like at the right point. But depending on the era, Larry, Gin and Poon Tang would have been a hit. 
It depends on what combination. Like if you pour gin into Poomtang, not a good look. Take no. it from me. Don't do it. You pour you, pour I you think that's a health hazard. Right while you're taking the sip of gin and tang. Oh. You've never poured a drink all uh, all over a woman and then drink it anyway? Not directly into her vagina, no. Oh, you, you have, have a <laughs> uh, I'm, so I'm just saying, like, it, it is definitely not a good idea. Like, I don't look, I don't know from firsthand experience, but well, okay, it's not but a good idea for her, but you're gonna have fun. Well, yeah, <laughs> she's, it turns out she's not a cup, she can't be. She's yeah. a vessel, she's a vessel. Wait, have you at least done a body shot? I hate this show. <laughs> 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 like, not this particular episode, but in general. <laughs> like PG thirteen, like that's no body shots are fine. Okay, so now instead of the belly button, it's the vagina. I don't see the issue. You never done somebody's and, ass. And me only only when I'm with Jeff Loeb. Only me and Jeff Loeb have done that. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Allegedly, Larry hung out with Jeff Loeb. Allegedly. We did hang out with Jeff Loeb. I had an argument yeah. with him on Teen Titans. Yeah. And we were, we were with him when the news broke that Heroes got renewed, remember? That was our first uh, Fantastic Forum interview. History. We, we broke the story that Zachary Quinto was not a straight man. Yeah. Which he, he did we break that story? We yeah. Outed him. He had, he had, yeah, we outed him. Yeah. We outed him? He didn't yeah. tell us directly, but when he started talking about his cats, like Mo and I lo looked at each other. And we're like, <laughs> I was, listen, I was totally like, which member of Fantastic Forum had sex with Zachary Quinto? Who was that? Was that Jay? Or was I mean, it I would have taken the hit at the at the time. Like, oh, it was definitely us. It was definitely us. push the eyebrows, but I like that interview because we're like, you know, the ladies in the audience want to know because at the time, Jess and Jen were like, is he, is he, is he single? It's like, see if we, maybe we, and I, yeah, like, you know, ladies in the audience want to know. And then he goes into the mic, he grabs the mic and he goes like, hello, ladies. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's not how you say hi to ladies. <laughs> as, as Mo is asking the question, we've had enough, like, we've, we've talked to him long enough that we knew, we, we just knew. Yeah, like we looked at each other, we knew. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic forum history. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, that was one of our one of our our best drops. <laughs> yeah, I gotta find yeah. that. We lost. Yeah, that. yeah. Like we like. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I hate it. I hate the show too. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I told you. <laughs> We've done some amazing things that nobody knows about. Yeah, we're, hey, we're, we're like booster gold. In that, listen, way. Oh. I feel like we inspired Rob Liefeld to start his own podcast eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's uh, a podcast. Damn, that's yeah. I did want to talk about today too, Joe. Uh, we you cannot call Liefeld a liar anymore for the young blood stuff. Really? Did the bus board come out? No, it didn't. But the problem is because Platinum Studios has the rights, and so he can't put it out, and they're not putting it out. So I'm actually working on buying 100,000 shares so that I can at least get you the script. But you know, I actually did hear about that recently. 
Yeah, that. that so not, that, that, not why he couldn't do it, but I did yeah. hear that they didn't own the right. He didn't own the rights. Right. They kind of yeah. put it together. What when I was looking at their financial like asset list to make my investment, um, I saw that they had it, and I'm like, this is why because you can't even talk about it. It's a, like an NDA type of thing. So that that's why you know. So I was looking at that financial list of their assets and debts and everything to make my investment in it. And then now, it, yeah, I, I'm, I hit a snag in actually getting the shares, but I'll, I'll get you the script, Joe. I'll get you the script. I, okay. I thought we called him a liar because he not only said that he was going to finish it, but he, I thought he gave us a timeline, like it'll be finished right. by this right. date. But yeah. that, that Platinum Studios got that the whole thing happened in that window from when he told us and when it actually, like, when it was going to come out, and then he couldn't yeah. put it. No, he, he's told, he told me that a couple of times, like, years apart from each other. <laughs> he did, like, three different times. Well, don't call so, him a liar either, because I, I'm going to try and get this to come out. <laughs> I think Jay offered to, like, like held up, like, 10 bucks to get an answer. I don't know if that actually happened, but in my head, uh, I, I'm remembering that. It could be the alcohol. That did not happen. That was alcohol. Oh. It's definitely Jay. That was when Jay, that was, that was, uh, now what friggin, what, what, say what? what? What company is it? I'm not trying to buy a few. Platinum Studios. Yeah. Uh, look, if you want a vanity, the thing is nobody, nobody would trade their stock because their stock is so devalued now that it's like, we're not going to sell this to you. But it's like, I got a dollar. Like, I can get a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to get a hundred thousand because at that point, you know, you get a young blood cartoon again or something. Like, <laughs> it goes to one dollar. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I got five on that. Yeah. But so nobody's actually trading it. Like, could you, you imagine if you got a young blood cartoon by the creators of Invincible? Yeah. I was actually thinking first. We would get like a ton of dragon cartoon. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I know, uh, dude, where am I blanking on his name? But uh, Eric Larson? Yeah, Eric Larson has said he's willing to talk uh, about yeah. because uh, Savage Dragon did play a role in a, a few Invincible stories, mm. uh, particularly Invincible War. But uh, he's been like in and out of Invincible, and yeah, he said, "Hey, you know, call me. Like, if you want to use a character, call me and we'll talk." Right. And, and if they're talking, I'm hoping like, and then the studio guy is there, and it's like, "Hey, why don't we uh, give you one?" Like, that would be amazing. Like a savage dragon, a good savage dragon cartoon. That would be good. Yeah, I, I was actually trying to buy into Skybound myself, and it, it's hard. <laughs> you can't get in that. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it's, right now. Well, it's not even that. They're not. They're. It's all venture capitalists. So you got to get a good chunk of money in, and they got to be willing to take that money because they want to do something else. But now they're making money, so they don't need any more venture right. capitalists. So, yeah, you know. But here we are. Here comes the money. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that another Modi? No, no, but it's a Modi. 
just a tip. This is PDOS. PDOS. This is traded on the NASDAQ. Hilarious. Think, yeah, PDOS. I think that's Platinum Studios. We get enough people on there. Look, we can we can be on the board and, and get this young blood blood sport out. Let's see, where is my ticker chart? So as of today, they're they actually uh they're at point they're at one thousandth of a cent. <laughs> so <laughs> no, no, broker, no broker in the right mind will sell it to you. But so I, I actually need to talk to somebody in person and say, Hey, I, I want to buy some of it because yeah. Trying to get controlling interest. Yeah. And they put out Cowboys and Aliens, so they, they have enough stuff that they put out, like TV shows and stuff, where it's like they they shouldn't they they're in too much debt is the problem, and <laughs> that's that's where their value is. So if they can if I can get in on that, I can tell them how to, how to you know move some shit around and uh, and make some money. Can we just call them and like ask for the script, like? Can we uh, I, you know, I think we can at this point. Their shares are at a thousandth of a cent. So, <laughs> it's like we could get it for a snicker. Like we're we're potential investors, <laughs> but we need a script. Yeah. 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 Make it real lucrative and, and offer a king size snickers. Yeah, the if double. I will sell you stock. I would like to buy some also. <laughs> okay. I'll do. I'll, I'll keep an eye out. Holy! <laughs> Look. Oh, hopefully the cat's okay. Get rid of that. <laughs> it actually looks better without the screen. I think. Well, you don't know what's back there. <laughs> um. All right. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's where he keeps his women. Dead bodies are back there. That's what it is. You haven't learned to keep your dead bodies locked in the picture yet? They move. <laughs> <laughs> we lost um, Oz. Yeah. It happens. He was right. the whole time, though. Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's do some final thoughts, and hopefully he'll come back before it's all said and done. I don't have the music. But it's okay. We don't need the music. We can, we'll, right, there it is. Bam, we'll do it in post. We'll do it in post. F it. We'll do it live. Uh-oh. What are you saying, Jay? Use your mic. No, I was saying I could have played one of my songs. Oh, yeah. No, no we got it already. Indeed. I love, I, love, oh. I, love, I love how Joe, the whole show, his mic's all the way over here. <laughs> but when he's talking about his story, it's like right here. <laughs> no, I don't know why it, it randomly stops working. But uh, when I first started, it was fine. Yeah. I had it in my desk drawer and I didn't move it. But uh, all of a sudden, you guys couldn't hear me. I yeah. think when the sound compresses, it compresses your sound. It doesn't compress all our sound at the same rate. 
you know, so it, it, that's that's part of the problem with StreamYard. I, I got to invest in this and, and so I can have some say too. <laughs> <laughs> El Hecht, give us some final thoughts, man. Uh, happy birthday, Mo. Thank Woo! you. There we go. Oscor, final thoughts. Oh, are you drinking Tang? No. No, this is just the uh, uh, Mo beer. <laughs> Mo beer. They, they're not paying us, so I'm not going to say the right. Mo beer. But yeah, definitely uh, have Mo beer. Thank you. There it is. Jay, final thoughts. Um, I was going to say something else, but happy birthday, Mo. <laughs> You you can say two things, Jay, if you want to. So stuff has been happening, and I've been learning a lot about the insides of the music industry. And it's actually a lot more interesting and complicated than I thought it would be. But, well, no, it's as interesting as I thought it was, but it's a lot more complicated than I thought it would be. Like, you get to, like, copywriting and publisher writing ascap all this like man it gets and don't even get me started on bmi Uh like it yeah it's interesting and complicated i I, hate the ascap (laughs) i i was trying to buy the blanket license the one that you can like the the um the stadiums have so they can just play whatever song and it can be go over the camera and they don't you know and it, it's a problem right. like i was trying to get that for us just so that i can do my heavy metal minute without any problem mm-hmm. and uh it, the price the, the, the price wasn't you know it, we'd have to generate income in order for it to be worth it so i'm not going to say right. it, it, it's substantial it, i think it's worth it but it, it, you know the problem is it's the process, like they want to see what you're gonna do with it and this, and it's like, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's a whole pain in the ass, <laughs> and that's <laughs> one aspect of what you're talking about, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Moses Magnum, final thoughts, buddy. Uh, you might want to zoom in on this because I'm a monologue a little. Bam. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, Another year closer to death, uh, and I'm thankful for it because I'm getting closer while others met it, and it's been a tough year, year and a half. And as a as a seasoned old man, I need to tell you that from my wisdom, you can benefit. Uh, just don't buy into bullshit. Question everything. Find the evidence. Figure it out. And. Uh, be good to each other and then concentrate on four things in life. If you can master these four things, you're going to be the richest man on the fucking planet. So you can conquer all reality. The first one is eating good. Eat well. Enjoy your food. Eat good food. Whether it's unhealthy or unhealthy, that's not the problem. Eat good. Enjoy it. Enjoy every bite of it. Second, sleep well. Don't let nothing take away your sleep. Enjoy your sleep. Even if you sleep half a night, enjoy the time you have awake because you can get something done or, or enjoy something you didn't have time for. The third one is shitting good. Eat fiber. 
if you if you live your entire life and you can't shit right, it's not going to be a good life for you. So make sure you shit right. So you eat right, sleep right, shit right. And the last one, fuck right. Don't let anything get in the way of your fucking right. So those four things, you make sure you do those things right in every day of your life, you're going to be a happy person. And nothing else will matter. And you'll be able to see through all the other bullshit and see how some of it is going to affect you or how you can help somebody else. And that's my final thought for you on my birthday. That's my birthday gift to you. There it is. For the entire Fantastic Forum, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Happy birthday, Moses. And uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, we're the Fantastic Forum. We'll see you. Have a good night, folks. Happy birthday, Moses. Oh, boy. Here's my tiara. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.